0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another
1: fantastic
0: night of Fandom Access. I am your your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Big show tonight. TV shows, Fear, um, Moon Knight, two episodes of The Wilds, finale of Picard, premiere of Strange New Worlds, and as soon as everybody gets here, we're going to start off the show a little differently, because we're going to start with a little movie called Dr. Strange and the Monkey Mercer Madness, and I have a co-host, evening Karen. Hi, AJ, how are you? Good, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good, I'm
2: okay. Uh, just, you know, c- catching up on some things around here. Uh, I heard you talking about um, how we're going to start off with the movie, which I just saw, like, three hours ago.
0: I know. It's fresh in your mind. Um, <laughs>
2: I know. I love sneaking out to the movies on a work day. There were only six people in the theater.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I was in, like, a like a huge, like, 600-foot theater with only eight people in it. <laughs> um which was uh you know kind of fun and um germ free almost germ free way of seeing a movie um,
0: yeah my experience was you, you
2: can put your feet up
0: yeah my, my experience was on the opposite end of the spectrum there wasn't there wasn't an empty seat in the theater when i saw it <laughs> Did you go on
2: opening night? Did you go opening weekend?
0: Uh, well the opening weekend i went friday they had uh they, there was uh the opening show was on thursday here but I saw it Friday night. Oh, yeah. We went at 6.45 on Friday.
2: Oh, like everybody gets off work and goes right to the theater.
0: Well, I do it that way because, you know, Damon's eight and he can stay up later. But, you know, two two hours right. and 15 minutes, you're, <laughs> I'm better yeah. off at least having him home by 10.
2: Right.
0: Better than it used to be with him when he was a little bit younger and... You know, an hour into the movie, yeah. and he's curled—he's curled up in the seat, fidgeting, and <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Nobody's not, having not, a good not time. Much,
0: not, not much anymore. Now he's pretty uh, yeah. enjoying himself pretty much. Still like to keep it on oh. the early side, though.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so well, so, as soon as Jamie gets and, here, we'll get into it again. Yes. It was only two hours. So uh, Jamie's here. And speaking uh, of
0: speaking of Jamie, there she is.
2: Hi
3: Jamie's here. Hi. How are you? Welcome. Great. Good.
2: How are you? Good.
3: So Uh, what are we going to
2: talk
0: about first? We're going to start with the the multiverse. Yep. Jump right into that and then we'll switch over to TV.
3: Alright. Sounds good to me. So did you guys like Doctor Strange?
0: You guys go first.
2: Uh, Jamie, I I know that both of you guys liked it, probably, and I know probably more than I did. I I wouldn't say that I disliked it. I have some disappointments with it. Um, But about halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, I forgot. This is the same Raimi movie. I'm not watching, this is, I'm really watching a horror movie. (laughs)
1: Um...
2: (laughs) Uh, and it sort of like put a bunch like I like some stuff that I maybe don't didn't like about this film sort of came into perspective and I and I like accepted better when I was like oh yeah let me rem- let me remember this is like a Sam Raimi movie and um, but I have I have some like major problems with what they did with Wanda storyline in this movie um, exactly. I uh, Jamie you go ahead Jamie you come at this movie a little bit differently than I do I think. Have yeah, it, well, I mean, there were strength.
3: a lot of there was a lot of things I really liked about the movie. You know, Benedict being the main one. No, but I'm kidding. No, I think it was a really good movie. But there were certain things that that irritated me, like um, I guess motivation-wise, which is I guess what what you're saying. Like I don't know, and I guess it was set up in Wandavision. You were supposed to to know it was coming and everything. But I kind of feel like I don't know that I buy that she went that evil when there were other ways to go about like like they had said why didn't she just you know have her take her to another universe I mean there had to have been a universe where like she was dead and her kids are alive and her her explanation of her kids might get sick to me was a little extreme that you would murder a whole bunch of people because of that but you know that's neither here nor there um so I agree with you. I didn't necessarily love the the Wanda storyline, but I did really like all the multiverse stuff and going through in the different universes and the multiple you know versions of Doctor Strange. And I thought how some of the some of the horror stuff I thought was pretty cool. Like I thought it was neat how they re, how like he re, reanimated his body for lack of a better word. And they and like rather than the multiple hands that they always show, it was like all the like dead i thought that was kind of good but um i don't know there were certain little things like i said motivation wise like the one thing that irritated me i think more than anything is i don't understand why wong helped her because i get that like she was hurting the people that live there but i kind of feel like they've given their lives to protect the place and it's not like like, it was one thing when they didn't want to kill the girl. It was another thing for him to, like, risk everything and risk the whole universe because she threatened some of the other sorcerers there. I don't know. That's how I felt. That part I just didn't quite get. But other than that, I mean, overall, I thought it was really good, and it looked really good. And they killed, they killed a lot of people. I mean, granted, they were all alternate people, <laughs> so it was Okay. <laughs> But they, they really, uh, she really let him have it, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jamie, actually. I kind of wondered that myself about Wong, because, yes, she was threatening a handful of people at the temple, but she was could have killed thousands more by him helping her, you know? So right. I was a little surprised by that myself. I felt like that was one of those, well, this is – uh, what the script has to have happen for the movie to continue yeah. type of thing um, I mean the only thing yeah, like around honest, where him,
3: sorry I was just going to say to be honest even at the beginning the other strange the one that ended up dead him going to kill her to take her powers I mean am I the only one that didn't necessarily think that that wasn't like a necessary evil if it meant saving the whole universe I guess I'm horrible because I even didn't think that was that bad I mean, not that it was good, and it was better that he found a way to, to teach her to use it. But in the end, if he had to kill one person to save multiple universes, I don't know. I I still don't quite.
0: Well, it seems like to I I I, to I, I I get that because I mean he's basically saying he has no he has no faith in her. Basically, you know, like because yeah. stra- you know, a, a lot of the strange. I mean, even our strange. A lot of the attitude of the strangers is that they can do things nobody else can. So it's it's, it's a big part, it's hubris that only they're capable yeah. of dealing with it, you know? Well, so I do think that that was wrong in that aspect. But, um, with the Wong part, uh, the only thing I could think, what I was going to say was the only thing I could see Wong thinking is if he helps her, she goes and maybe, she'll
3: make you know, or... maybe,
0: maybe, le- maybe less people actually die. If she just gets what she wants, you know, that's the only thing I could think of that he might've been thinking. Um, but, Personally, I mean, overall, I liked the movie. There were some problems, like, you know, the thing with Wong. I was disappointed yeah, wait, that we didn't spend more thing. time in – that.
3: No, I was just going to say really quick when we were talking about those kind of things, I also don't know how – if it makes sense to me the fact of whether or not they're able to um, – and, and I'm, I don't remember exactly the word, but the dark book, the, the – I forget what it's called. Dark something. The Dark old. Okay. So obviously that dark hole can be, um, I don't want—I can't get the right word out—but can be beaten because if you think about it, okay, like in the end, yeah, Wanda ended up destroying herself, but she had gone too far. But like, even the—not the one that he battled, but the one that the, the that um the X uh, Xavier and them killed—like he took the dark hole and used it, but even so, at the end, he like came back and said this was too much and let them kill him like he didn't turn completely evil which i i don't know if i if i find that good or bad it's interesting the fact that to some extent he was able to beat it and just like the regular strange like now he maybe has a third eye but he was able to you know overcome it i i don't know i don't know how i feel about that part of it sorry i just want to say that go
0: ahead okay um so what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, overall, I liked it. Um, I had, I I wish, I thought, you know, I, and I wish that we had spent more time, you know, even a minute or two in some of the other, you know, um, multiverses, um, you know, we're primarily mm-hmm. in three multiverses in the whole movie. I felt like, I thought we were going to get more than that. We didn't, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. You know, the, the 16, the only reason I know that number is because I Googled, um, that we did see was was fun. I like when he says to her, "Will we paint in one universe?" Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, um, the, the the big thing. I mean, to, to touch on Karen's point, I loved the fact that it was a Sam Raimi movie. Oh, it might be one of my favorite Sam Raimi movies because it was it was a Marvel movie, but all the, the those cliche Sam Raimi feels. I mean, when he was in the dead, ver- the the Defender version of himself, he looks like a Deadite from the Evil Dead series. You know, I mean, of yeah. course, he had the, the Delta. The Delta was in the world that had the incursion. You know, of course, we had Bruce Campbell. But just a lot of the feels of the whole movie was Raimi, and it was just, so, I, I, I absolutely loved that aspect of it. The other really big thing that I loved about the movie is I appreciated the fact that the trailers did not give away that Wanda was the big bad from the start. And the trailers, you know, I mean, there was theories that she was going to be the villain, but nobody knew for sure. The trailers actually, you know, the way they edited the trailers, it looked like she was helping Strange. Um, to see that she was the big bad from the start, I I loved it. I thought that was great. I've always been worried they that they were never going to make... Well, <laughs> I was always... Not everything. Um, I was... <laughs> I was always worried that they were never going to make Wanda as powerful as she is in the comics. And this movie proved me wrong. They did a wonderful job because if you really think about it, they didn't beat Wanda. They convinced her to stop. (laughs) Had she decided to keep going, they don't, they can't, there was nobody in this movie strong enough to stop her, which I really, really, really appreciated. Um, And the the one thing they did keep secret, which, got a huge round of applause. People already jumped up and yelled, yeah, let's go, uh, Was the reveal of John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. So that was was one secret they held very well. Um, Now, I don't know. I'm hoping that that means he's going to be Mr. Fantastic when they eventually do the Fantastic Four movie or if it was just a little shout-out to the fans because – He's a fan casting. Fans have been clamoring for him to be Mr. Fantastic since day 1. So, whether or not he's going to continue to be, who knows, but it's a win for the fans right now. So, Yeah,
2: That's my take I mean, out. I uh, so I, I can appreciate your your sentiment that, you know, the way the trailers and the, and the promo campaigns Made it appear that this was a movie about Strange and Wanda teaming up, like the two most powerful magicians of the, of the MCU teaming up, and then she turns out to be the villain. That was a good, they did a good job shaking us out. Uh, I just really felt like, it's like WandaVision never happened. Like, why did they even make WandaVision? Like, what, like it, it's a complete, like, her, her redemption at the end of WandaVision, which was like, so great, really. It's just, like, non-existent, right? Like, Wanda's, like, I mean, frankly, if one Avenger had ever called her ever in the last, like, three years, probably all this could have been avoided, right? Because Wanda's just sort of out there on her own, like, feeling bad. But I I felt like, like, I I just felt like it really, like, ignored WandaVision or even, and it, like, it, like, undid Wanda's redemption at the end of WandaVision. Um, and in fact, yeah. when I came home, I started reading about it a little bit. And Sam Raimi has admitted that he didn't watch WandaVision. They showed him certain episodes, certain scenes. He said he was shown key scenes from certain episodes that were relevant to what they were doing. And I, I, I want to be like, what the hell is that? Like, how could you like make you a movie of a, and not I'm watch of WandaVision? by that.
3: Like, how can he not Yeah, do I am too. I mean, dude, I watched, like a whole season in one day. When I have an interview, he could watch it before he made a <laughs> <laughs> movie. I I,
0: uh, I I understand yeah. what you're saying, but I do disagree slightly because if you think about Wait, the, you
2: disagree that after, he should have watched one Wandavision, or you well, no, 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 I, I don't, no, 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 I
0: don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. That he, yeah, he should have. Uh, he probably should have. <laughs> Watch WandaVision. Watch
3: it. Um, but it is oh, kind
0: of in the no, end of it. Yeah, but I, dis- I I disagree with what you're saying that you feel like WandaVision was pointless. Um
2: No, because... I didn't say that. I thought WandaVision was I didn't love it as much as others, but I liked it and thought it was good. Th- this is pointless if you're gonna take WandaVision as as canon offering. No, of but
0: that's what like, a, like but that's as a I, woman it I is I feel like me. it well, I feel like it WandaVision kind of Showed, you know, if you look at the, if you Yeah, if you, it hinted at it If you look at the post credit scene you know, Of WandaVision You can see that the dark Darkhold is already taking her over You know, th- that last scene You think she's cleaning the house When that's just a projection of her cleaning the house okay. While she's sitting there with the book Flipping through it And the last thing we hear in WandaVision Is you can hear Billy and Tommy say Help me You know, so I mean it made
1: perfect yeah. sense
0: to where it was going, okay, and, but, and, and, and and you can and you can lay hold on a second, and you can lay some of that at the at the dark hold because the dark hold corrupts, and she had it for so long, it corrupts completely. You know, I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with strange because he used it for a couple of minutes and then he got the third eye, so I don't know where that's going to go, as as they advance uh, to the next chapter, I don't know how if he's going to you know if it's going to be a good thing for him or a bad thing or what it's going to be.
2: But, I mean, that's kind of problematic for me also because, you know, WandaVision was, was like, the, the whole ten episodes is really about Wanda's grief, like the sacrifice Wanda made. In fact, there's only one line in this movie where she does refer to, she says, I shot the man I loved in the head, and it didn't even matter. Like, her her anger at Strange is alluded to there, but... The whole of WandaVision was about like her grief and and her like and and right. wanting to have a family and like and and the lengths she went to and then she realizes that she's hurting people and all that changes. But like, so I'm complaining that they took that away from Wanda. But but by but but like, we can't say it's the Darkhold. Like that does that take away Wanda's agency? Like how much of of this any of this was Wanda's decision at all? But like, to what extent do you well, think the Darkhold was controlling her? But, well, it's a combination. But, but, Yeah, I I you know I kind of have a problem with a movie that's completely about a woman's grief at like losing her children and trying to replace them and you know like I don't know taking 30? away yeah I like I mean that's a little obviously men wrote this I think because it's not a very sensitive portrayal of, of a woman a mother's loss of her children but I, I don't know I just I have problems with the way Wanda look the way like the story is the story, and so with the story they had, there are parts of it I like. Sure, I'm not saying I hated this whole movie. I just don't like the treatment of Wanda and and what they and and I think it diminished Wanda's sto- like they had such a great story from WandaVision they were building on, and I think they didn't hit it out of the park with the continuation of her story.
0: On the flip side, the way it ended. With, on the, on the flip side, with the way it ended with her, you know, with with um, Chavez. Comment, you know, kind of getting her to look at things and you know and see it and see Billy and Tommy scared of her, kind of snapped her out of it, and then she destroyed the whole temple. So and destroyed all the dark So there is that. But I will say, I will say this. Maybe, maybe for me, because I know Wanda, how she is in the comics, and I feel Mm -hmm. like this. um, She's very powerful in the comics. I mean, her her grief storyline in the comics. They, you know, was kind of wa- a little bit of WandaVision and it carried over into this. Um, and in the comics, she created a completely different universe. Like, they call it the House of... The, the storyline is called the House of M. Like, Wanda strips every mutant in the world of their powers. I mean, she's, like, basically the supreme ruler of the planet in this storyline. So... And it takes yeah. a lot of superheroes to stop her. <laughs> So, so,
2: so you, as a comic fan, are, are maybe have been waiting so maybe I'm yeah. that we
0: don't maybe we I don't, don't even know exists yeah maybe I'm a little uh, maybe I'm a little swayed and biased on that aspect because I know how powerful she can be and she doesn't always think things through all the way.
3: You know, the the one thing I kind of question about this movie that has nothing to do with Wanda, I just going into it, I kind of wondered, and I don't know if it has to do with how many times they rewrote it or or what, but clearly the first Doctor Strange movie sets up for at least part of the villain to be Mordo. And the fact that, like, the one that we know wasn't even in the movie, we get like an alternate universe that was kind of pissed at him. Like, that irritated me. Like, I don't understand. They should have had something with him, or they should have not stuck it at the end of the other movie. They say they know well in advance what they're doing. I don't know if it's because they rewrote the script. They changed their mind. I don't know. But I was, like, kind of surprised by that.
0: Yeah, yeah you know, I, I, me too. I, I agree with that. I felt like the next Doctor Strange was going to be against Mordo, and then the next thing we have is the multiverse. Um and you're right, while they're supposed to, you know, have this big elaborate plan, I think they plan so far in advance that, I mean, we'll see, I'm sure we'll see Mordo again, but not as quickly as the fans would want to see Mordo, because, you know, it's almost like, in a way, they've written these movies in comic book fashion, because it's like they don't want to bring back villains too quickly, because in a way, they want you to, like, forget about them, so when they show up again, you're like, oh my god, you know? But you can't really do that with yeah. movies the way you do with comic books, and I think that's a problem yeah. sometimes with the way they the way they've written some of these movies. Um, yeah. And and something we haven't even talked about was um I and I apologize I don't know the actress's name but I was really impressed with the young girl that played America Chavez I thought she was great in the movie. Yeah, she was really yeah, good. Yes,
2: she's not an actress who is um known to me. Um, she's played by and I um. I do not know how to pronounce uh, yeah, I'm like, her first her name. Is, her, I think you say it's Sochi. I think it's pronounced Sochi Gomez. Um,
1: Maybe. And
2: and she, uh, so I just Googled her, and, and she was in the Babysitter's Club before this, which is the only um, credit I am familiar with that I see here. Um uh, but she was great. I thought she. I agree with you. I thought she was great as a as sort of a, a a new actress holding her own in this like major. And I don't know if, if 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 America is a. I mean, she's a comic book character, obviously. I don't know how big she is, or if we would expect her to see like. Um, uh, uh, they call her Miss America. I think in the comics. AJ, is that correct? You, uh, if they do. Or I yeah,
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm not. No, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> okay. They might. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I read that that she's gone by Miss America in the comics. You know, um, the other thing
3: that I thought—think she's of a weird, young Avenger. And doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't matter. I just was surprised it wasn't in the movie. Is that when I had read about this character, there was like a big thing that she's like a lesbian superhero, and like other than the fact her she had two mothers, like I would not have known that because there was like not that it mattered. <laughs> And, and maybe that's the point. It doesn't matter. But there was, like, no reference, and I thought that was kind of strange. Like, I expected there to be. I well,
2: I mean, it doesn't – I don't know if she's going to get more stories. There's gonna, I mean, there's talk that there could be a She'll Young a Avengers it. film. We got a little background noise somewhere. <laughs> um, I
3: don't know about here. I mean, that doesn't make her – you know, I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with her being a superhero or not being a superhero. I just was surprised because I had read, like, a big article about it when I was – Looking up about the different character or about the new characters. Yeah, I was just yeah. But so, yeah, she was really good. I really liked the movie overall. I thought it was funny. It had some kind of—I don't know that I'd call it complete horror. It was more like, like you said, kind of like an Evil Dead horror, like the third Evil Dead or whatever. was horror esque. It wasn't. It wasn't scary, but it had horror esque. Mo- yeah, it had it had gro- some gross, a little bit of gross things. But um, but I I really really liked it. I wish I could watch it again. <laughs> Probably not
2: going to happen. But for a while. But um yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I I thought I, I have a couple questions actually for AJ. But um you know I thought uh, the movie moved really well. It was very fast paced. Uh, it didn't really feel like two hours, right? Um. And it it was a full two hours. That's kind of a same. I mean, Sam Raimi makes a fast-paced movie. I do think that there was
0: um, okay. There's really,
2: there's really a lot of noise coming through somebody's phone. Somebody like not
0: my fault. It's not my fault. My wife walks heavy.
2: Oh my God! Was she wearing like lead shoes, Alyssa? Wow.
0: (laughs) No, she just walks heavy.
2: Hmm. All right. Well, that the carpet all those floors. Anyway. Uh, on podcast night. Anyway, I mean, I, I thought that it moved quite quickly, um, although it, it was a little bit overstuffed. I thought at some points there was a, maybe a lot going on, and it required like there were these dumps of exposition right here and there. Which look, it's a Marvel movie. It, there's going to be exposition. Like there were there like a lot of this magical stuff every now and then. A character, particularly Wong, I felt like a lot of the reason Wong was there was to like dump um, that he and and. Uh, Ma- What's his name? Mordo. Where they're both to sort of dump exposition on us and explain, like, like Illuminati, blah blah blah, to like make us understand what, a scene that really I think, the, like, actually, I found that Illuminati business to me was kind of distracting and felt like a pretty gimmicky to me to just introduce the yeah, other like they just um, the cameos, videos. right? I kind of
3: felt like that, yeah, a little. Um,
2: bit. I mean, it was kind of cool in some, like, so we got to see Professor X which was kind of cool because, okay, Marvel's finally getting the X-Men. Like, we've only had, like, second-rate X-Men for the last 15 years, right, of Marvel movies, and so finally the X-Men are coming in. It was, it was kind of a motley crew, right? Like, there, there's Professor X. Look, I love Agent Carter, and I love seeing Peggy as Captain America. But she's randomly in there. There's the new Captain Marvel. And then there's John Krasinski, which I guess, you know, Fantastic Four spin off. And I really, in the middle of the movie, I was like, oh, my God, AJ, why? Like, who's this guy with a tuning fork on his head? Um, who was played <laughs> by Anton Mount in that scene? Um, yes. Which
0: made me wonder, I, I, is, I can is answer a tuning
2: fork in the
1: movie? Go
0: ahead. No. Please. They already they, – so – um the Inhumans were a TV they did a TV show of the Inhumans um uh, a couple of years ago it did not do well um mm-hmm. partly because it was not made very it wasn't made very well um they were they, they were part of the Marvel TV division they were they were canon uh along with um agents of shield until they weren't because for whatever reason, Feige doesn't want to make them canon, at least not yet. Um, the thing I appreciated about it was that they got Anson Mount to play the character. Yeah, Anson Mount played Black Bolt in the TV series.
1: Oh, he did. Okay. So,
0: yes. So that was kind of cool that they did that um, to show that, you know, to, I mean, I don't know what it means ultimately. It could just be a one-off. Um, but I knew Anson Mount was in the movie. I just nobody knew if he was playing Black Bolt again or not, and clearly he was. Which, by the way, might have been the coolest death in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> what he, that was so awesome. what's his
2: superpower? Is, is, like a, is he, 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 is he like Black Canary yeah. that he like shrieks when wo- shriek yes. you die?
0: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Black- that That's a good yeah. way to, for people that don't know to explain it, yeah. He's like the voice of God. To hear the to hear the true voice of God, your ears would shatter. <laughs> that's so, he basically superpower. He so he can't ever talk?
2: So yeah. he can't ever talk, because if he does, he will die. Yeah, and that's why his logo is a, is a tuning fork, because he <laughs> um, got the right... Yeah, finger. and that's the so funny thing, because
0: in, in the TV series that was on uh, ABC, um, his costume was much different. Um, this costume in the movie was very comic accurate, so...
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, so, did you, so did you as a comic fan agree with – did you – I mean, how much did you – like, it, Jamie and I both kind of feel like, oh, this is an excuse to, like, this is a bunch of exposition blah, blah, and it's really just an excuse to show, like, a cool fight with some other legacy characters. I, that was so cool, though. Felt <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but, cool, yeah, I feel like, like they know. pushed the cameos a little bit too
3: much. Like, they felt like they were um, there for the sake of the cameos.
0: I I think, yeah, I think, I mean, the Illuminati is a thing in the comics and, you know, it's had, the Illuminati's had many different, uh, members, um, over the years. I mean, Dr. Doom has been a part of the Illuminati at one point, even in in the regular, uh, comic world. But, um, yeah, I I think it was partly that, I mean, it's called Multiverse of Madness. So, of course, they're going to throw some cameos out there. I kind of expected a few more, um, Mm -hmm. and maybe there were some that nobody's caught on to yet, but, um... It was an interesting way to do it, and I. It was funny, actually. I said to Artie after the movie, "I was like, was it just me, or did um, Haley Atwell look amazing?" Oh,
2: she (laughs) looks incredible.
0: She looks so good. She looked really great.
2: (laughs) She looked younger. Um, If that's she's like yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um, Yeah, and I love that she used um, uh, Chris Evans' line when she's like, "I can do this all day." (laughs) <laughs> that was <Yeah>. pretty great. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was um,
0: cool, yeah, Yeah, it was just a, you know, I mean, they played the they played the uh, the '90s X Men uh, animated TV tune when Xavier came on, you know, came out, which was was mm-hmm. a, a fun little they thing. They kind of spoiled you know.
3: them ahead, though. Like there was so much of this movie that was in the trailers. Like I would have liked to have not well, yeah. known ahead.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I mean, Jamie, after were... the first, yeah, after the first trailer. I didn't even watch any th- any other trailers or TV spots or anything. I was so worn out from all the Spider-Man craze that I was trying to stay as far away from anything why with uh, multiverses. I like I mean, yeah, you hear you hear. It's funny too because you hear Xavier in in the first trailer, but you don't see him, and then well, you know the they ask. Uh, pa- well, that, they that's that's how stay off all the all internet. But well, no, that wasn't until know, that wasn't until the second trailer. trailer.
3: Yeah, but they no, also the, showed, oh, Sorry.
0: No, I was to say the original trailer they don't show them. You just hear them, and then Patrick Stewart, no, when it. questioned about it, when when Patrick Stewart was questioned about it, he said he said people have been trying to uh, to copy my voice for years. So he, you know he tried playing <laughs> it off, and that, uh, and then they came out with the second trailer and they showed them. The so it was like, well, you know, and that's that, I mean, you wasn't know I blame the, the production department. What's that? They also yeah.
3: showed the Captain America shield, which because it's about multiverse, I kind of assumed was her.
0: Well yeah. And they
3: showed this mom be strange. Like I kind of thought that some of oh, the. Oh, did they? I
1: didn't
3: watch the second. Yeah. What if I didn't like, know. The, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that yeah. like, they had that and that octopus thing from What If, but but yeah, I don't know. I I liked all the versions of him though. Like I would have even liked just a movie of like him battling his evil self or something like more of that because they had that one scene and, you know, I'm not sure that I quite understand how they battled each other with music notes, but it was kind of cool. And it was cool. Yeah, anyway. I didn't, it didn't make no sense. <laughs> but, that didn't, yeah,
0: yeah, he, you know,
2: it didn't make a lot of sense.
0: A lot of people um, didn't like that. And it's funny. Some of the comments I've read, they're like, yep, leave it to Sam Raimi to do something absolutely ridiculous in a movie. Which I actually yeah, enjoyed it, was, it. I enjoyed it for a couple i I enjoyed it for a couple of reasons' cause i actually I was actually catching little thing um in in the music, like there was one point when they first start fighting where the music actually played um part of Phantom. I heard dun, 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 dun. and then it and then it went to and it, i mean and they it, it, yeah, and then it played Bach, um I was reading online that there was also Bach in it, and there was some other you know classic music that uh that there was snippets of in there. You know, it it may not be the most realistic thing, but it it it, it was a fun thing.
2: Yeah, it it was weird. It was like Yeah, I mean, it was definitely
0: weird. But it was we've fun. We've not
2: seen that I mean, we've not seen that kind of a I mean and this is you know, so I'm on record with you guys saying that like Doctor Strange is not my favorite Avenger. Right. And yes, off like the magic, and even even though I thought Shang-Chi was a fabulous movie, like the mystical, magical part of Marvel, like I can take or leave. I don't know why, like, it's okay to me that um, Thor is a god and his mother, Freya, was a witch, right? Um, and so his, like, why to me his powers are different and more acceptable to me than, like, magic, I don't know why. Like, don't ask me to explain it. Um, you know, like some or somebody magic. like Ant-Man's wearing a suit or Hulk got, like, gamma rays or whatever, but, but like, the magic to me is just not... Karen does not what like
3: I said, magic.
0: Yeah, she's okay with a glowing cave. <laughs>
3: I'm okay with a glowing cave. Um, yeah,
2: she didn't and... like the glowing cave either. Nobody likes the glowing cave. Mm. Um I'm also yeah, on record... That. I'm also on record with you guys as not being the hugest fan of the multiverse, in part because there's no real stakes in any character's death. If you can, like, in part, the way this ends, yes. like, Scarlet Witch is dead, like, Wanda's dead, except we know there's a Wanda in every universe, and Wanda 848 or whatever universe we in, you know, she, they have this right. moment, and six so one. 616, 843 dies, 616 lives, or whatever, right? She we know that, six, like... That's what I mean. like, they, Wanda 66 well, they both it. could well, be anybody from any for anybody to die they can always come back except for Tony Stark because he refuses to be in any more movies <laughs> but, but I mean is done, so Tony Stark well, is dead though, but anybody I mean, else can come
1: back
3: But, I mean, yeah, I agree with that, but but it's kind of like they have to do different things, because it's just like technically they could have him go through all the different iterations of every possibility and use his, you know, eye of Agamotto every time, too, but you don't do that. So at a certain point, I think some people maybe that die will be be dead, but I I do think they use this as an excuse to be able to kill other characters, especially because it
2: was like the horror aspect of it or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean Tony's but, yeah, dead. I mean is, I
2: don't. Black Widow is dead.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I think I, I think for our our prime universe, if you're dead, you're dead. I don't see them bringing anybody in from other universes to take. You know, you're not, they're not going to bring um, Scarlett Johansson back and say, oh look, we have Black Widow again. Um, you might see it in the What If show, but the, again, those are stand, You know, for the most part, they're pretty standalone, and they don't factor in the same way as the movies. Um, as far as Wanda though, I don't believe for a second Wanda is dead. Dead. Just even though, even she though she powerful? collapsed the building on her, I yeah, she's as powerful she is. She could be sitting in a red bubble right now, underneath all that rubble, protecting herself. Yeah,
3: she didn't, they didn't exactly show her dead. so I don't know. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't believe I don't
0: for a second she, she's actually dead. But I
3: wonder if like I think more that,
2: of the different
0: that's here or there.
3: Left of Wanda, maybe a little bit. Like I don't know.
2: Well, I, I hope her like maternal rage will be gone. I you know, I'm not like I don't have to rehash it, but like her her um her origin story as a villain, um kind of I mean it left an opening in the end that she could be, um that she might like when we see her again she may not be a villain, right? Like she'll either be an alternate right. universe I, or she'll yeah, she have yeah. learned a lesson. I don't know, like, Wanda really, uh, did Wanda do anything in this movie that Dr. Strange hasn't done a million times? Like, Dr. Strange always gets another chance. Like, Dr. Strange behaves badly and, like, grasps for power and, like, things go wrong. And then yet, like, the other dudes are like, yeah, whatever, you know, you learned your lesson. But then Wanda, like, did something kind of very similar to things that he has done, right? Um, I mean, Stephen Strange's whole origin story of becoming Doctor Strange was about like trying to master a kind of power, so he could like he could try to like yeah. if that's deal with his own trauma, undo his own trauma, right? Strange.
1: That's
3: why they yeah, no, I strange, said that they punished, them, at least in that
0: universe. I believe, I, I believe if we if we see Wanda, if if we do see Wanda again, um, I don't. She's not. She won't be a villain anymore. She'll she'll. She'll come back into the fold. People might not trust her right away, um, but she'll come back into the fold and be a good guy again. Yeah. I think I mean, the way this movie we, ended, she kind of righted yeah. the ship, especially since she got rid of the dark hole just a few were time to kind of, like, deal with her shit where, wherever she is right now. Um, I mean, yeah. we may never see her again. Who knows? Um,
2: we might not. But if there is a plan to bring her back, I mean, they do seem to be moving the Marvel universe away from these like first two cycles of characters, pages of characters, and towards a new like a bunch of newer, younger characters being yeah. introduced who could like carry the franchise for another ten years, right, or whatever. Um, by the way, I know we're almost done, maybe not quite done, but one of the trailers I saw in the theater today was for Love and Thunder. Yeah. which was a great trailer and looks like a great movie and a movie I might have rather have seen today. Um, I mean, I'm not – I didn't hate this movie. I'm not sorry I thought it was strange, but I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Thor. Um, I, got, I missed I the damn trailer.
3: I was busy getting my 3D glasses trying to fix them, and I missed the damn trailer. <laughs> Although Another reason I
2: not to watch 3D. Another reason to skip 3D, Jamie. nah,
3: nah. Um, No, I don't know. You know, I got to say, I like 3D and everything, and I think that some of the graphics were cool in this one in 3D, but I would say, like, except for the fact that he's, like, my favorite, and, you know, seeing Benedict in 3D is never a bad thing, I don't know that the 3D for this one was really worth it. Definitely not, like, the first one, because I think the first one, like, the graphics were – I mean, not that the graphics weren't really great in here, but they weren't, like, something necessarily needed the depths in the 3D in the same way. When yeah. they did the universe hopping, that was cool. But, you know, that was well, the other thing I was going to say, here, and I wanted to ask you. You know, whenever they come, they open the door and they come out and it's, like, sort of space and there's, like, steps up to the book,
1: the yeah. good book, <laughs> not the yeah. dark book.
3: Does that not totally, that completely, every time I see that in the promo and in the movie, saw it, it makes me think of that, like, that one shot from Doctor Who where they have, like, the TARDIS opens and, like, it's. Like shows all the space around him. That's all I kept thinking every time <laughs> I seen yeah. I see that in the trailer and when I seen it in the movie.
2: Yeah, that, that was cool.
3: But sort of I hadn't thought of it that it, way.
0: Right.
3: It um, seemed like a recreation of that yeah. shot. Anyway, I just
0: wanted yeah. to as, as much as I'm enjoying this, we should probably move on. Move on um, except for one thing, okay. we got to talk about the first um, the first oh, end but, credit scene. But, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys were wondering about that scene with Charlie's Theron. Um. I don't know how much you want to know.
2: Well, I would like to know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. So I know nothing, but I feel like when Charlize Theron is in it, there's either a huge movie coming out with her, or it's just a total cameo that she won't do anything except that. Right? Like I'm like that's Charlize Theron. She's going to be in Marvel. So tell us
0: about the purple. Whatever she is. So her character, her her character's name is Clea, and she is. Um, a sorcerer supreme in a different multiverse, um, and I mean, it, it basically, I think it's it, it's probably setting up the next uh, the next Doctor Strange movie because she says that during his his traveling, he he started an incursion, and she wants him to go help fix it. Is you know, based yeah. on what they showed us there. Um,
2: so that sounds basically like the plot of a movie.
0: Yeah, so I mean, she's going to be in the next, you know. Whether or not we see her show up somewhere else before that, I doubt it. Um, it's just gonna, you know, she'll be in the next Doctor Strange movie.
2: Yeah, I feel like I feel like when you get Charlize Theron, you don't get her to do a ton of cameos, right? Like it's like getting yeah. um, <laughs> it's like getting a it's like getting what's her name who plays heck uh, uh, Pym's wife, um, uh, uh,
0: Michelle Pfeiffer.
2: Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Like, you don't get Michelle Pfeiffer to make multiple cameos. Or even um, Michael Douglas. They don't make multiple cameos in multiple films. They play their, you know, character. Like, Charlize Theron, she's, like, making, like, tons of movies all the time. Um, It was great. I mean, I I was, like, surprised to see her. Um, But these Marvel movies do have a habit of using these credit sequences to introduce sort of the next thing that's coming along. Right. Yeah. So, that was cool. all right,
0: so that's that. All right, so on to your zombie show.
2: Yes. No, yeah, no, well, um, well, should we – I mean, you want to do Marvel? You want to do Moon Knight, We're on Marvel, or would you rather we do Fear and then move on?
0: Oh, I don't care. We can we can do Moonlight right. first, and then you guys do uh, Fear. It's up to you guys. That's oh,
2: I fine. Don't I'm fine good. with that. And then, and then the Marvel fans can hang up who don't want to listen to us anymore. Let's
0: do Moonlight. <laughs> or – Or we make them wait. (laughs) No, just kidding.
2: No, make them listen to everything else and do Moon Knight last. Um,
0: So, what did you guys think of the finale? I
2: I wish Moon Knight had two more episodes so that it didn't all feel kind of. uh, Looking back on the whole six episodes, it feels a little rushed to me, and particularly these last two were like jam packed with a lot of stuff going on that I was like, wait, what? Let me rewind that for a second. Um, oh, let me turn on the closed captions because what the hell is happening here? Um, and I think it it could have used like another hour, or maybe yeah. you know, AJ, you mentioned last week that this was maybe the shortest episode of the whole one. Yeah, or four, <laughs> or a full hour for this. I, I think there um, I, 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 there was a lot I there was a lot to like in this. Ep- there were there were things I really liked in this episode. Um, yeah. Uh, particularly I liked where they went with Layla's character um, and some other stuff that happened. But I do, uh, I wish they had another, I was left feeling like, oh, I wish they had built some of this out a little bit more was my final feeling about it. Um, but I won't get into detail until you guys, uh, and let's hear from, let's hear from Jamie 1st another I'm not Before non-conic okay. person. Um,
3: I liked it. There were a couple things that were, sort of, I wasn't surprised about like, that she I, I mean, I think you you had guessed that she was going to um, Layla was going to take on the um, the right. help me out here. Toret. no well, be the, be, um, I can't think of the word could be, It should be Tawaret Avatar Avatar, that's what I was trying to think of, yeah I think that that was a given, I thought it was cool the way they did it um, the other thing is, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was not surprised that the guy that took um,
2: oh God, Ethan Hawke's character
3: sorry I'm blanking, yeah. Harrow that took him out of the hospital, but it was going to be the other version of him. I mean, we knew he was come, probably coming back. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but I mean, I'm curious to kind of see how that plays out, but I did like that they brought in his other, you know, identity in the movie and that that's how he, he got away at the one point. Um, I did like that they worked together, um you know we had said this before i I don't know I thought it was pretty cool, and I liked that they even like the the versions of um whatever you want to say their their moon night versions, how they had you said i know it was different you said in the comics, but like um how they had Steven's suit and um and uh Mark's you know regular version that they kind of even flip flopped with that i thought what was neat I, I liked the way they did it i liked that he you know rescued steven and everything i thought it was pretty good i think that the last few episodes were a lot better than the first few episodes and i totally agree that there was not and like it got good and then it rushed like it wasn't that it wasn't good at the end but there wasn't enough time devoted to certain things
0: so yeah my turn so yep. this is this is my this is my least favorite marvel show um, it it had its moments. It was decent. I thought uh, Layla looked badass when, when she was the Avatar. Um, I really appreciated when Steven and Mark started learning how to work together during the fight scene. I thought that was really great. Storyline wise, I mean, production. I mean, everything like like visually, and you know those parts of the show I thought were great. The storyline was to be desired. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of shortcuts. I felt like there was a lot of, well, why is this happening? Oh, because we said it's going to, whether it makes sense or not. Oh, okay. We're just supposed to accept that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I got, I got, <laughs> it got, it got over and Artie's like, that was really good. And I was like, eh. And he's like, what do you mean, eh? And I was like, well, um, let's see. We've got a couple problems here. Um, one, the um the one go- Egyptian god tells Layla that it's gonna take uh, um it, you know more avatars and so she gets you know she frees kanchu she frees con she frees she frees kanchu and now they have two he did not imply two all right that was ridiculous um
1: that was yeah i guess i guess
0: that's more um and then how did and then and then they put Harrow on the altar. And they do some incantation that puts um, Amet into him to capture her. And then they put him in an insane asylum. And what's to what stop him from walking out? Okay, hold on, Jamie. Let me finish. Sorry.
1: Sorry.
0: Like, what, what's going to stop him from just walking out of there in the first place before Kanchu and Lockley show up? You know? Like... I just felt like there was a lot of holes. It was very rushed. Um, and I, I feel like we were felt to accept things because they said so and not with any real explanation to anything. I mean, it was, it was, I felt like it was all over the place. And, you know, like, the, the, like I said, the action yeah. sequences were good. Um, it, the, visually, the, the show looked great. Um, the storyline is to be desired. And I kept saying it already all the time. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the guy that did, did Moon Knight is the same guy that did the last Fantastic Four movie, which everybody hated. Um, so, mm-hmm. And he also is the one that, does, he also does um, on Netflix, the uh, Umbrella Academy, which I enjoy, but I've also read the Umbrella Academy comics, and it's very different. Like, he's changed so much from the comics. So he, he seems like a type of person that likes to change a lot of stuff when he does something. And this time it was not for the better um i just i i the, the writing throughout the whole series I thought was kind of was kind of bad. It had its good moments, but the finale was just boom 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 oh wait what but why did this happen? Oh, because we said so that that's <laughs> that's basically the easiest way to wrap that up
2: well because it was only fifty one minutes or what or forty three minute however long, like forty three boom, boom, boom because they didn't give it enough time to really make stuff happen no, I, agree. I i really I wonder what that decision was about because they really we needed the extra seventeen minutes to let know what was going on um you know this bit with the psychiatric hospital, so Mark and Stephen are in a hospital that is not a real hospital right like right it's uh, in head. It's in their head, but at the end, Harrow appears to be in a real, like, brick-and-mortar hospital, um, which it's unclear how he got there, why he got there, and why why anybody who knew anything would allow that to even happen. Like, why why exactly. Mark and Stephen would be like, yeah, it's fine. Let's just lock him up in our local, like, psych ward, and everything will be fine. And, and um, okay, so, of course, they don't expect their own – they don't know that – I mean, they do suspect. I think that there's another personality in there with them. I mean, they don't know Jake, right. or, but certainly it is predictable that somebody would try to break Harrow out of there, right? Yeah. Um, that yeah. was a little weak. How that came to be. That right. Like, that was kind of weak. Yeah. Um, we oh, that needed was the, other the thing. additional seventeen minutes.
0: Um, that was the other thing. Yeah? When you see, you, you know, you see the two of them. In, their, in the, the, you see them in the asylum again talking to the imaginary Harrow, you know, in, in their head. It's like, that whole scene didn't make any sense to me. He's, you know, Harrow's got blood on his shoes, and he's like, oh, you're not as smart as you think you are, are you, Doc, or whatever the hell he says to him. And I'm like, what does that even mean? You're, you know this is an imaginary place now. Like, you know that you're in your own head, so what do you, what the hell? And, and then they wake up, and then they're in their bed, in London. So like, how the hell did yeah, what, they, what happened between e- Egypt? What happened between Egypt and there? It was like, boom, boom.
2: Yeah. I felt like there was a deleted so, scene or, or three. Deleted yeah, scenes Or in something. That, that we like, didn't get yeah, exactly.
0: And that already, right. already says to me, already said, uh, he goes, but he goes, that scene just shows how messed, how, you know, mentally unstable he is. I was like, that's not what that scene showed me. That scene showed me that the writers don't know how to put shit together. <laughs> I was like, Kimmy, you know, again, yeah. Artie knows the comics more, so I guess it made more sense to him. But
2: I guess I don't know, Jamie, if you agree. I felt like there was a scene missing, like how they ended up going home. Like, do they say goodbye to Layla? Why do they decide to live? Yeah, in, where's Layla in Stephen's apartment in London, where he has a shitty job, and where where what what we've never seen Mark's apartment in Chicago or whatever. Like, like why, like, uh, like. Why are they in Steve's bed? Even, oh, you know why? I, don't I know why. Because they don't want to pay for another set. Uh, yes. <laughs> My well, yeah,
3: they don't want to. They didn't want either that or because they didn't want to add another episode. I mean that was also part of the problem, which we've said. Well, yeah. You know, and there's, okay, two,
2: there's two fish in the tank, which makes me feel like they've decided to live there. I don't know why they decide to live there. I mean, I guess Mark is giving up his job as a as a mercenary. Um. Okay, but they're seriously not going to be Moon Knight and work in the, like, in the. Well, no. They gave. No, well, they're not going to be Moon Knight. Right.
0: Well, they're not going to be moonlight well, because 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 Conch, Conchu. See, that's the thing. Conchu released them, as he promised, but they don't know about they don't know about Lockley, who is who made a new deal with Conchu, so he released Mark, well, but now you know. So yeah.
2: But I mean, that was, that it, was again, like,
0: it's just...
2: they should never trust Khonshu. They Like, why they would ever believe that Kanshu well, would let them uh... go is ridiculous, right? Particularly, well, like, the he would that.
3: But... Yeah, he he let Mark and Stephen go.
2: <laughs> well, but he didn't. He didn't, because he has Jake. I mean, Mark and Stephen think they I, would I'm, let go, but yeah, given that they all inhabit it's the same body, they're not let go. I know. Their right. their body is still doing Kanshu's bidding, right? Um, they, I mean, like they're, and I guess, yes, they're not going to find that out because the show has to end. That is if there were to be a future season, they would find it out in the future. Right. But, um, but yeah, I like, yeah, I felt like they must've like, is there a missing 10 minutes that's going to show up at some point? Because like it would have gone a long way to me. Um, I agree. And that, you know, I, I, I really like, and I'm thinking of Jamie, who, who ever since episode one has been like, I wish we could see them work together. Like I'm waiting for them to work together, and we did <laughs> finally start to see it, and yeah. we finally got and it. It was but done we didn't very really, well. Like that moment in the sand where like Mark refuses to give up, he refuses Paradise because he's gonna like save Stephen. Like that was great, yeah. Um, but we, we, we see them. I don't know. Like, why does he have to still tie himself to the bed if they now work I together that and too. agree on everything, right?
0: Yep, and, I wondered that, too.
2: And while there are two fishers... for one more lap. Mar- Right? Yeah. And then Mark says, I can't believe you live in this dump or whatever, and... I felt like wait, haven't we he been here before? Like, what do I you mean you live here? We live here like, yeah, there was a bunch missing. I don't know, I'm talking a lot yeah. and and agent <clears> this <throat> also. Did you did you did you feel we made a jump there, Jamie, without enough info?
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean there was stuff missing. It, they just needed another episode, I think, more than anything. So Yeah. Yeah. So. All right.
0: Let's move on right. to your your zombie show and then Will do the wild. Zombie. Zombie he he can't even
2: bring himself to say the name of it anymore. <laughs> I,
0: can the, I, can say, I can say fear. I can say fear. I can say fear of the Walking Dread.
2: Yes, the Walking <laughs> Dread. Um, Jamie, this episode yeah. was called. I don't know what this episode was called. How did you like this? You saw this um, episode. You watched it probably like Sunny ago, Boy, right? Sunny boy. Oh, Sunny boy. boy. Okay. No, I did not. Wait. I watched
3: it the other day because I, on Monday, because, or, or not Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah, yesterday. it was. Yeah, had to have been Monday. Anyway, um, I, I don't know. I guess because of Mother's Day and everything else this weekend, I, like, did not watch anything this weekend. Just like today it was, like, or yesterday it was, like, hey, I didn't watch Benedict on Saturday Five. <laughs> I forgot I had it, and I went back and watched it. So, I don't know. I guess I didn't realize it was on on Sunday. But, um, but no, I just watched it. Um. I don't know, I mean I think that I'm kind of sad they killed Dory um, especially the way they did I feel like some of the choices he made was a little confusing to me I mean, I get he was dying and we we sort of talked about this and people can, you know, read the interview with him and oh me who plays um, Howard, but I haven't put it up yet, I mean once I put it up but um, I, I, I don't know, I, I, all I Kept thinking through a lot of it is that he's Doing this and thinks that the most important thing Is the baby and everything but he's like really Putting June in danger that was My thoughts through a lot of the episode um, So yeah and then Whenever he went to knock him out I thought is he really Going to kill Strand like that would Work and that would be something shocking and surprising But of course he didn't instead he got killed So yeah I don't know I don't know how he got the radiation Burns in the first place but that's The science on the show, we we can't really go
2: by that. (laughs) Yeah, I so I thought this was okay. So first of all, the the, I have to tell you that um, so this is called Funny Boy because throughout the episode, Dory sings this lullaby, Funny Boy, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's played in voiceover a lot. It's a it's a yeah, and I think it
3: sounds like I think Karen David's singing it too.
2: Yeah, doesn't that sounds like Karen David? that was Karen Davis okay, singing cool. it. And it is, is the song that she apparently sings to the baby. It shocked me that she knows this song. And I got to tell you guys that I, so, you know, my parents are elderly. My dad is 90 years old. He was born in 1931. And I, I like, my, I have heard my dad sing this song. I remember being like, not like a baby singing a lullaby, but my dad used to sing this song once in a while when I was a little kid. Um, sometimes he would, you know how sometimes your parents sing and you're like, oh, my God, stop singing. And my dad has sung, yeah. <laughs> I'm aboard my knee, sunny boy, even though you're only three. And I was like, like, I was surprised. Do you guys know the song? I thought this was some song from, like, the 30s that only my dad knows. but, I no, but I'm not as old as you. Though. Well, I'm only, I'm not 90 yet. But, I like, I was surprised no, no, to but hear this. No,
3: I haven't heard it, but I'm not as old, so I don't
2: know. Have you heard it, AJ? This is an old song. AJ already tuned out. AJ's on mute. Um, I was surprised that they chose this song. It seemed, I don't know. Anyway, every time Karen David and John Dory started singing it, I heard my dad's voice in my head singing it. Um, <laughs> That's cool, though. Uh, I, this episode, so I have a lot of problems with this episode, um, it being pretty much just another terrible hour of a terrible show. Um, the baby Mo. I've said this before, she's a MacGuffin. Like, everybody's trying to get the baby, but she could be a radio, or she could be a a Geiger counter, or a bomb, or whatever, right? What he said, though,
3: wasn't untrue. I thought it was kind of interesting, though, how he said that, like, people aren't, I think it was him that said it, maybe it was June that said it, but they said that, like, people aren't going to make a move against Strand if the baby's still there. So I, I, I kind of, like, appreciate that sense that that, Heart made sense but yes the baby is yeah I agree with you and the fact that she I don't know how I feel about the fact that she stuffed the baby in that container that was just did that bother you that was just weird it, to me yeah.
2: and not it reminded I don't me know, ha, have you seen, that, the, the, movie, baby? Have you seen a, the movie a, a, a B- quiet oh. place have you seen a quiet place yes yes, Where yes. They, and I was like wait they need the oxygen, like in a quiet place, where they have a the little oxygen for the baby to yeah, breathe inside that there. the right? baby
3: was going to end up a zombie with what they were doing. They kept closing it in there. Um, yeah, although I also didn't understand why Dory didn't just say, "Hey, June found the baby." That was, I mean, I guess Strand probably wouldn't have bought it, but um, yeah, I, I do also think this. This is my, my questioning with this episode. Okay, Strand does a lot of makes a lot of bad decisions. Okay, this is a given. But Strand, I've always felt like, for the most part, is smart. Like, the decisions he's made may not be morally right, but they're smart. I did not, to me, like, him making, okay, like, I understood that he wanted to test John by telling him to kill Howard. But him actually going through with it, especially when he found out Howard didn't do anything, was to me, like, Mm -hmm. really a stupid move. Because he can't trust John. Like I don't know why he thought that he could trust him, and, and obviously he knew he was going to end up dead once he left because he didn't really go after him. But I just I feel like him getting rid of the one person that he could trust was like a really dumb move. But uh,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, but but we know that that the showrunners have ruined Strand. Like Strand, I like we talked about this last week. I like Strand so much better when he was when Strand was selfish and conniving and not trustworthy, but he never would really just like kill he people would, for no reason. Like he would stockpile food in a car so he could get away from the stadium, but he would never throw Madison off the roof of the stadium, right? Or Strand right. always had a plan for Strand, but Strand was not and now they've made him like like we talked an about outright he's murderer. like a but, yeah. but he's like a lesser Negan or a lesser governor, right? Yeah. Um and an outright yeah. just crazy for no reason um I, I don't really see anything in his character that makes him want this baby except that now everybody's yammering about their legacy like this whole show is like Strand's legacy Strand's legacy and apparently his legacy is to I, i'm sorry i don't even i'm not even sure i believe that Moe's the only baby in that tower the tower appears to have hundreds of people because they can throw off 10 people off the roof in an episode and not even worry about it right I mean, I uh-huh. Negan, at least Negan believed that people were a resource, and Negan didn't really want to kill people if he could burn you or torture you or otherwise cow you into submission, right? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: like So Strand, we can't even, like, yeah. Um, I also feel like Howard, so I wanted to ask you about this. I have felt, ever since Howard was introduced, I have felt like Howard was Strand's right-hand man. I mostly felt like Howard was afraid of Strand. And that's why he he was by his side. And then in the last, like, two yeah, or three I, episodes, I like that, right? Like, they just made Howard suddenly be, like, as bad as Strand. Like, two weeks ago was that episode with no Strand, and Howard was, like, the mini-me, yeah. like, throwing people off the And they suddenly made Howard, like, a really bad dude. Um,
3: yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I can understand that he wants the place to, survive hoping his family will find it but like I said to him did he even you know think through like if they did find his family how do you know Strand ain't going to throw them off the building because everybody is somebody's family you know what I mean like I yeah I I, I don't quite well, but again this has to do with motivation this has to do with the writers but and it's kind I of don't funny that understand that
2: it's kind of funny that Howard's like I hope that someday my family will find this place Meanwhile, the main characters, like in the state of Texas, bump into each other all the time, right? Yeah, I know. But, right, uh, right. Yeah, but you should that's know if you can't find Stanley's your family;
3: dead. they're dead, or they're Madison, mm-hmm. and they decide to bring them back. But otherwise, they're hiding. Dead. Yeah. But yeah, um, I would think though, too that you wouldn't want your family to know you became that though either. But I well, mean, you know, he also gosh. had a
2: he had kind of stupid backstory, like so we you know we we learned like Negan's backstory. Um, and he was cheating on his wife, and then she got cancer or whatever. And we learned, like, other people's backstories. So we learned Howard's backstory, and the bad thing he did in his life was falsifying a historic letter that he found while he was doing his PhD or whatever, right? It's like, wait, are we serious talking about, like, like, well, I think it's more thing. about the
3: fact that his wife left him because of it than what he actually did. At least that's how I took it. I don't know that was so I much. No, but it what was. It was
2: sort of like a very. It was sort of very. Yeah, yes, was. and his wife left him because of academic fraud is the thing that ruined his life. And I was like, really? Because other people yeah, like that was that you know evil. Listening. What ruined their lives was like killing. Pe- like like Howard is like, I don't know, like. I don't know. And Anyway, I guess we shouldn't go far down there. Um, how is it set up by John Dory um, in sort of another ridiculous storyline? Like you and I talked on over text. Like, how does John Dory actually believe he can get Victor's ear and convince him? He's like, oh, June, I got to talk to, if I can only get to talk to Strand and be his right-hand man, he'll totally listen to me. I mean, he doesn't say that. He says, I got to, he says, I'll try. I think I can do it, right? It's a terrible plan. Because uh-huh. Victor is so clearly insane at this point. Um, but then he sets up Howard with a walk. Like, what do you think about this whole plot about the walkie-talkies? The whole thing, like, suddenly nobody's allowed to have a walkie-talkie anymore. This whole show could not exist if people didn't talk on walkie-talkies nonstop. Right? Yeah. Like, haven't we seen Howard talk on a walkie-talkie probably, like, at least 100 times in the last couple seasons? Yeah, and, I'm not sure
3: that, like, it was so evil for somebody to have a walkie-talkie either. Like, I'm not sure how somebody having a walkie-talkie necessarily meant they were talking to Morgan. But that
2: that was kind of a leap to me. But Right. And it wasn't, well, because everybody has a walkie-talkie all the time, I, I, I felt like we were missing some development where has Victor suddenly become super paranoid and now doesn't want people to have walkie-talkies? because. Like, literally, every single well, person I think it on was the show both has both walkie-talkie. The
3: talking to Morgan or talking to each other about talking to Morgan. At least that's how I
1: took it, anyway.
2: I know, but couldn't you just hear it? Like, why don't you just search mattresses? Like, everybody talks all the time. All you do is listen, and you'll hear them yammering. Like, Arno actually said to somebody, like Morgan, a couple weeks ago, was like, you need to stop broadcasting your plans on the walkie-talkie all the time. It just, it was a mm-hmm. little bit, I just feel like that was an example of bad writing, like, walkie-talkies have been such a part of the show, and suddenly, like, they're a bad thing, and Victor's going to kill you if you have one. So John John plants it, uh, and Jean's like, uh, not Jean. June is like, that's exactly what you did. Like, you planted evidence on Teddy, and it ruined your life. Now, granted, Teddy yeah. was a serial killer who murdered numerous young women. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, it was. Did, did you feel, I felt like June was maybe being a little bit, ridiculous on the moral high ground here that like, what are you yeah. doing, John? You're, you're going back down. Like what you did caused your son to get killed, which is kind of not really true. Um, yeah. It's um, a little harsh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know where I'm going with this. I agree with you that I was sorry to see John Dory senior die. I guess I wasn't surprised because when you have like a huge star, like Keith Carradine, like how long do you really have them for on your show, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think that he probably didn't have to, I mean, he very conveniently got radiation poisoning. So I texted you about this also. I I was like, on the one hand, I'm glad that people are finally getting radiation poisoning because it's been so stupid that nobody dies from the radiation. On the other hand, they're using it as a stupid, easy way to kill people. Like, there's no rhyme or reason that who gets it or why they get it, how fast they die. Yeah. Why is Charlie – he caught it – why is Charlie dying yeah. slowly and he's dying fast? Maybe because he's old? I yeah, don't know.
3: I, I want to know where – because I, that is one of the things, except I don't have the energy to look, but I would like to see what happened when they brought Charlie in, if he went to get her, or what happened that he got it, because he – like we discussed, he couldn't have caught it off of her – but he said something about, I don't remember exactly what he said. I watched the screener. so Before I realized it was already on my DVR and I was an idiot and was asking about screeners. I'm like, you could have used the DVR, Jamie. But anyway, um, yeah. I didn't. I missed exactly what he said. I kind of want to go back and, and, and see. I'm curious how he got it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, he wasn't even, if he was around it, it wasn't that much. I would have more bought if he had said something like that Strand made him go on one of those runs. And, like, we just didn't know about it. Like, that, to me, would have even made, like, slightly more sense. But they tried to make it yeah. too much. So I, I, I don't mean, know. I mean,
2: he caught it when he, I mean, he did, Did he is the person who brought Charlie home. I don't recall seeing him go into that building where Charlie was right, going to remember. But I guess he did. Um, I don't know. I mean, it makes it doesn't really make any, I mean, nothing makes sense. Every week you and I say, why do they even stay in Texas? Why do they need this office building when there's probably another one, like, down the street, right? Um, and, and why are they still there? Um, and so now we have finally people getting radiation poisoning, but it doesn't even really make any sense. Um, it also kind of, I don't know. So John, like, he steals this suit of armor that, not even a suit of armor, but, like, a breastplate that, towered hat hanging on the wall and that's going to be the way he protects himself and he refuses guts right like someone says why don't we with a zombie and put guts all over yourself and he says no we don't have time but then he stands around for like five minutes talking to June before he leaves right <laughs> yeah I was like wait I thought you were in a rush why are you like there's always time to kill a zombie and your guts on yourself it just seems like an unnecessary yes you have radiation poisoning and you're going to die but that doesn't mean you like should take that risk because you have a baby that you're trying to get to safety, right? I was like, what Yeah, you-? I know. What? I
3: kept thinking, wouldn't it have made more sense? And and this is my other question, like why it had to be him. Like, okay, he's dying. But he's probably dying slow. Like to me it would have made a lot more sense to let um Karen David's character what the hell is her character's name? Grace. Oh, Grace. Okay. Grace. You always it forget me. Grace. It would have made a lot more sense to have Grace go because Grace was trying to get to Morgan in the first place and was captive there. Um, yeah. And he was likely going to kill her for what she did anyway. So it, to me, would have made a lot more sense if she went. Because he
2: ain't going to kill her, yeah. June.
3: But Grace, yeah, he him I just mean,
2: Grace he might. doesn't Grace want to get out anyway? Like, Grace is only there for the baby. So if they could both get out and go live in the fantastic submarine, um, I mean, yeah. It it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense that, like, I felt like John did not take adequate precautions To take this baby out, Um, everything you can do to protect yourself while you're walking through a field of zombies. But what also didn't make sense was, so every episode, people come and go from this tower all the time. Like Strand goes in and out, Howard goes in and out. People are. John has been out. John. So when John went to retrieve Charlie and came back, I'm pretty sure he didn't walk across a front yard full of zombies, right? Like he, there's another way out that we just haven't seen, right? There has to be. So why didn't he yeah. go that way? I mean, so there was this tunnel that got filled up with water. Maybe that's why. But it doesn't. People come and go. They, where they keep? Also, I wonder where they keep the horses. Do the horses live in the office building with them? Like, where are the horses? <laughs> um, but but it, it, Karen, be, I like, think
3: we think more about the details than the writers
2: yeah, do. We do, <laughs> which is a problem. Was, yeah. It it was a little. It was just kind of sloppy, right? Like, like. Yeah. Um, I mean, and and so
3: It was a horrible episode.
2: It wasn't, I mean, I didn't find it, it like, crazy. unenjoyable, but it had a lot of problems. I mean, it was dumb, and it, so it was also, I felt like an hour that didn't need to happen. Like, I'm not really sure how the story advanced at all. Okay, so Howard's dead, um, which is not a bad thing necessarily. Howard's dead, and now John's dead. It's not clear who's going to fill that vacuum and be Howard take Howard's role, but maybe nobody. Well,
3: I think it's supposed to be going to be Wes. At least that's how I think. Which also makes no
2: sense, right? That also makes no sense, unless Wes is playing the long con. But why would... I hope
3: so, but I kind of doubt
2: it. Why would Strand trust Wes if he wouldn't trust John Dory? Like, why he would trust Wes, I don't know. I was so mad at Wes when... Okay, I was so mad, I, I think you brought it up to me, like... Why would John Dory knock Strand out when he could have shot him and killed him and, like, finished the whole thing, right? But instead he knocked him and leaves him there. I know, because when he did
3: that, I thought, they're not going to kill him. Surely they're not going to suddenly kill Strand and have Dory do it. And I'm like, but that would actually be shocking, you know. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course
3: not. Um, I mean, not that I necessarily then, want Strand to die. I do like Strand, but they need to fix him.
2: They're not going to fix him. I think they're going to kill him. Um, and, and it would be, be great probably, for right. Coleman Domingo to get off this show. Um, and they maybe don't need him with Kim Dickens coming back. And maybe it'll come down to – maybe it's next season. Maybe those two come to against each other. I don't know. But then for Wes to wake Victor up and basically be, like, helping Victor and be like, I'm going to be your, like, Wes? Like, I don't even get that. Like, there's nothing in Wes's development that makes it – like, Wes is the guy who originally, like, kind of talked – Alicia down from being like he's the guy that was like no let's paint trees instead of killing people right remember that Um, and there's nothing in Wes's history that just makes me see him I mean never mind what happened two weeks ago what he like basically is like I can't believe Lucy you're a terrible person so I'm gonna go be a more terrible person with a more terrible boss and strand like it makes no sense whatsoever Uh unless unless it's a con right and yet West doesn't seem to be, like, the long con kind of a guy. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. It was annoying. Yeah. I, so I thought, I mean, I so I'll agree with you that it's not the worst hour of this show ever, but it was not a good hour, and it didn't, I feel like it didn't need to happen, except for killing people. Like, they do have too many people on the show. I complain a lot that they need to kill people. Um, unfortunately, they killed another Dory. Um, yeah, but it is good to pare down the cast. I think.
3: Yeah, I I don't know that um, necessarily. I wanted them, you know, him to die, but yeah, but yeah, I I see what you're saying and kind of agree with you.
2: It was it was. I mean, it's not, and yet the show's already renewed for next year, right? Um, yeah, I think so a m c is always doubling down on walking dead um, <laughs> uh but this was an episode, yeah, so now the ba- now the McGuffin is out of the building um, It really is better for the baby to live in the tower, probably uh, one thing I don't see I don't really see anything in Victor that makes me think he wants to be a a parent or wants to raise a child or, or like. For Victor to suddenly want to raise this baby, like, makes no sense at all. And she's his yeah. legacy. It's actually, it actually strikes me more. as like, do you ever see these shows where, like, maybe if it was, like, the last baby, if nobody could get pregnant anymore, it was the last baby on Earth or whatever, right? But whatever. Like, there'll be more babies. Yeah. And and why Victor's yeah. obsessed with this kid. Um, and, John, actually, before we, we should probably wrap this up, but, this makes me think of that part where John says, Victor, you'll never get what you want. You want that baby to love you, and she never will, or something like that. Right? Remember that? Yeah. And and I was like, wait, that's Victor's motivation that he wants to be loved? Like, Victor, that's not Victor, right? That's not the Victor strand that we Well, have. I
3: think that's what he, was his interpretation of what Victor wanted. But, yes, it doesn't necessarily make sense. I
2: agree with that. I mean, Victor has, we've seen him in the past, I mean, he valued Madison, he loved Madison, he loved Alicia, he valued their opinion, he Uh wanted to be a better person for them. But the idea that he's got some sort of need to have a child to, like, that also kind of came out of nowhere, rating-wise. Because I guess they haven't really defined his motivation, like why he, like, I think it's a more, to me, the motivation is like, because Victor, because Morgan loves her, Victor wants her, like really, like, because they started this anti-Morgan thing, which also came out of nowhere last year when Morgan, when Victor suddenly decides that he's going to like, throw Morgan to the zombies and be the bad guy, but being, like, keeping something Morgan loves, to me, makes more sense than like, that he needs to be loved by this child. Yeah. I don't know anyway, anyway, four more episodes to go, I think, something like this that. season I'm I don't not know. sure something like that, yeah, so you but you interviewed a couple of you, you want to talk about your interviews uh,
3: yeah, I like like I said i I talked to Keith again and uh, a maid who plays Howard, um, and we kind of talked about their character's motivation and and some of the different things I asked. Uh, made about his zombie makeup and everything. So, and and I told you the one thing I thought was uh, was interesting is that I asked him about the logistics of filming the scene where he threw Howard off the building, and he's like, he's I mean, like, I wasn't there. He also to ask Keith, and he's like, I didn't do it either. Like neither of them were actually involved in the stunt. I thought that was funny. Um, so yeah, but that isn't up yet. I have to I have to post it. I just did it yesterday, so I have not had time to transcribe it, but. Um, so that it was two
2: stunt people on that team.
3: Yeah, essentially. I mean, I assume that he they probably, like, filmed his reaction or whatever, but um, the actual stunt part,
1: neither of them were even
3: there that day. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that interview, cool. originally that interview was supposed to take place Friday, so it was before the episode aired. But, you know, things happened, and it ended up after the fact. So, um, but I will be getting that up as soon as I can along with the other two wilds interviews that are left, and we're going to talk about wilds in a minute here. But, um, okay. yeah. Cool. So, what time is it? Okay. 20.
0: Okay. Oh, right. So, then we're going to move
3: on, on now to the wilds. Now, you guys are going to have to so, help me, because I'm I, never going to I was going to help
0: you. I know. And, and here you go, Jamie. I was get, I'm going to help you right off the bat. The last thing that hap- happens at the end of episode two is when Leah goes to the shrink and basically lets him know that she knows what's going on, and she wants, she, what, she wants to know what they're trying to find out from, from Raph, that she can get it from them when they can't. That's how the episode ended. We don't, now you know no how, how what, far we are. What is, right, what we, is don't, the
1: incident
2: that we don't know yet.
0: Right. But, yeah, she just kind of, playing the and, long and game. And she
2: says, she says uh, there's something I want, right? She says, I, I can get what you want, but I want something too. And then right. uh, Rachel Griffith, like, breathes on the glass and makes a smi- creepy smiley face.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay, so why don't you guys tell me what you thought first, since I've seen the whole season? Because you haven't seen it all either yet, AJ, have you?
0: No, I just watched the first two. I'm going to do it. Me too. That's, why, that's time. why I asked. Right, but that's why I asked, because with everything we had tonight, there was no way I was watching more than two episodes this week you know, anyway. No, I
3: understand that. I just wanted to yeah. make sure, yeah, because I've seen them yeah. all. And no, it, yeah, it I, haven't, I
0: haven't watched ahead. I'm
1: going to have to I
3: haven't, to haven't watched ahead
0: This so I don't get confused. Um, yeah, no, I'm not either. So the, first and foremost, I like the fact that they're still spending more time with the girls than they are with the boys. Um, because I don't care about the boys,
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah. I do, you know, I, I, I you know, I'm getting um, the second episode helpful. In the first episode I was kind of like, ah, why do we need the boys? But um, the second episode I felt a little better about them Um I like the I like the way they're doing the titles. Um, you know, last year, it always told us what day the girls were on. This year, they got the, the, the slash, and it tells us, you know, like the girls were on day 30, whereas the boys were on day one. Um, one thing I'm trying to figure out is if they were concurrently going through everything or if, if after the girls got taken off the island, that's when they dropped the boys on the island. Because remember, last, at the end of last season, um, Leah sees the video of the boys. And they were still on the mm-hmm. island. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what well, I think happened.
3: I, I, I don't, um, say, I don't really think really saying, they don't 100% say, but the, the I think part of the point is, is that the boys didn't last quite as long either. So, well, right, right. The right. But, that's were, a, but like, my point is if the, girls, the
0: if the girls lasted 50 days and the boys only did, didn't make it to 50 days and, and Leah saw them on the video. And clearly they were not on the island. You know, that's why I think that after at the, the fifty days no, then the boys listen, were dropped. Right.
2: Yeah. I think um, the boys I think they're staggered. I think the boys are some number of days behind the girls, right? They Right. They, the, yeah, it's a very staggered. I think they're the staggered. boys the boys day one might have been the girls' day, fifteen or twenty or something like that, or thirty, whatever it was, right? right? Well we know the girls made it fifty yeah. days and the boys only made it like thirty five. But the girls started ahead. Yeah. Um, which which strikes me as I mean, I got a lot of problems with the way this is set up as a scientific experiment. There's no way this would qualify under anybody's like scientific experiment, right? Um, well, no.
0: That's why Gretchen's doing it off books. <laughs> we found out last season this wasn't sanctioned.
2: Well, because for starters, you know, for starters, you know, she calls the boys the control group, but she chose them all very carefully. She didn't just pick. Yeah. Like, it's not a random. She didn't just pick eight random boys and throw them there. She picked like these boys to be. For whatever reason, I, I got, I'll put that
0: aside. about well, the issues with the boys, but. Well, I mean, she, she even says in the first episode how, you know, that, that the boys proved her point because the girls lasted longer. I think she went and proved and, you know, and chose girls that she thought could make it and ch- purposely and boys chose didn't. boys that she didn't think could make it. You know, I think, I think she, yeah. you know, set it up to prove her point. I mean, because they, they axed the whole thing, and she went off book, and, and, you know, this is not sanctioned. She went and did this shit on her own. Um, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, we learn a lot about Raph in the second episode. It's mostly his episode. But, again, even with the stuff we learned about Raph, I still like the fact that they're still focusing mostly on the girls. Um, Nora appears to be dead dead. We'll see if she actually pops up. I'm thinking that it's possible that Rachel uh, or Rachel Gretchen's people went out and saved her. Maybe I'm hoping they did, Um, but Mm -hmm. I am hearing some internet. uh, I heard some internet buzz that the actress that played Noro was disliked on the set by a lot of people. So maybe she is dead. (laughs) Dead. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But again, that's just internet gossip. Um, What was I going to say? I don't remember specifically what I was going to say, but I mean, I, oh, I know. Um, one thing I'm wondering, and I'm, wait, I'm waiting to see, is if in the boys' flashbacks we see one of the girls that they maybe either knew, that maybe not weren't friends with them, or but knew of them, type of thing. Um, and for whatever wow. reason, I don't, I don't have a real reason for it. But I mean, we know one of the boys has got to be a mole, and I'm putting my money on Seth. There's something about him that just, just screams mole. Um, oh, yeah. And and, that, and, and and the other mole, which was DJ, who, which apparently is Gretchen's kid, and he did something, he killed somebody apparently, and this was like his punishment. Um, he killed Nora's
2: boyfriend. He, he's, remember Nora's boyfriend was killed in a hazing accident at the at the fraternity? Oh, and when, I, and when I missed Nora
0: that.
2: And when Nora went to the prison to meet him, uh, That's, right. That's, like, right. Oh, That's right. That's
0: right. That's right. I forgot.
2: And I wasn't, I wasn't sure that Gretchen wasn't lying. Like, I thought maybe Gretchen was lying that it was her son, and she just put herself there in the waiting room to, to, to meet Nora and put her in the study. But right. apparently, it, it's true.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. But my thing, look, is what confused me about it is why did she pull him out already? Like, what, you know, wouldn't the whole point be to keep him, you know, keep him there and have two moles? I mean, the only reason the girls don't have two moles... Is because the other mole was injured before she even got on the flight and died, you know, the first couple of days on the island. Um, well, I have two.
2: I have two so, thoughts on that. Okay. One is the accidental death of Jeanette may have galvanized the girls in a way that Gretchen. If the boys are behind the girls, maybe Gretchen saw value uh, Jeanette's death and decided to fake it for the boys also, as a as a catalyst. Gotcha. For that.
1: Gotcha gotcha. Um uh,
2: and DJ also, I mean, would you trust DJ to stick with the program for fifty days? No way. Right?
0: <laughs> no. No, not at all. That's a yeah. that was a good that's a good thought though, Karen. I I kinda like that to see if the boys reacted the same way the girls, so that's that's a good point. Um
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and most and most of the boys are pretty likable except for Kieran. Kieran is just an idiot. Yeah.
2: So I let me tell you about these boys, how I feel about these boys. And then, Jamie, maybe you can tell us how you felt when you first saw them. I really, at this point, two episodes in, I don't find the boys' storyline to be particularly interesting or compelling um, for a couple of reasons. I think, I think one reason is, to me, the boys, okay, a couple of reasons. One is that I think maybe having been a teenage girl in my life, I might just relate to those girls a little more than than the boys. It's also only episode two, so maybe if I look back, did I get into the girls that much? But I think one reason why, two reasons why I don't see the boys as interesting, the girls had the whole hour every time, and the boys are sharing yes. the hour with the girls, right? So I'm not getting as much of the boys' storyline. Um, also, we already know the, we already know the puzzle, like, the, the, like we already know the secret to the yes. puzzle, and, and what's going on, on the island. So that makes maybe the boys the danger. That is that the Yeah, the danger the boys are feeling and all, is we all know it's manufactured. So that might be another reason why I don't find the boys maybe as as interesting as I found girls last year. I also, to me, the boys seem a little bit more, I don't know, I was saying to myself, oh, these boys are so much more of a type and sort of stereotypical than the girls. Like the boys, to me, really broke down into there's the, the, I mean, Kieran, who they was are. the asshole jock, right? Kieran is really the worst. Kieran is is the worst. Um, there's so many things wrong with that kid. Um, and there's, you know, they even like on the first day, they're like, there's the emo kid, and there's the the nerdy kid with the allergies, and they all are really tight. Think about it. I guess the girls kind of really are also, right? The pageant queen and the 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 nerdy girl and the lesbian girl, whatever. So maybe I, but I, but. Those to be fair, why. the girls I don't the
0: turn out. Not... The girls don't turn out to be who we think they are. You know, I mean, the pageant girl turns yeah. out to be a repressed, le- a repressed lesbian because of her parents. You know, and yeah. Fatima and
1: that's kind of the turns point, out to be they're not, not, they're not...
0: not. Yeah, yeah. Fatima turns out to not be this hoity-toity person that she's portrayed to be. That she hates her life. You know, she hates yeah. the way her parents push her. So I mean, the boys turn yeah. out to yeah. be anyway. something funny though the uh the the nerdy the kid with the uh the nose ring as soon as i saw yeah. him i made I made a joke i made a joke to artie i said i said to him i was like oh look um ezra miller's still working because <laughs> i think that kid looks okay. like ezra miller in his current <laughs> in his miller, current yeah. condition like if you saw did, <laughs> yeah. you see, did you see ezra miller's did you see did you see his mugshot that's what that kid looks like
2: <laughs> oh, it kind of does, <laughs> oh, my God, it does.
0: Yeah, and so and also,
2: James... oh, I guarantee.
0: Before Jamie goes, I, I guarantee you, you guys. You guys had us think of Lost in the second episode, right? When they found the hatch.
2: Oh yeah, they yeah.
1: That's
3: what I was waiting for you guys to see. <laughs> that was I was like, it's a hatch? Yeah, I started you Um, I I agree with everything you, what you guys are saying. I, I said when I watched when I told you guys last time, that I kind of miss, you know, that mystery aspect of it, and it's we already know, so it, it's not there. But um, I, I do think the girls' stories are more compelling, and I do think the guys are stereotypical. But I do think the guy's story is interesting too. It gets interesting, and it, it's very their story is very dramatic. Like it's not so much
2: about okay. But like, Jimmy, the same what, I wanna, what I what I want to hear is what you thought when you had seen two episodes. Like, did you feel the same way when you had seen two episodes? I don't need you to convince me to watch the next six because I'm no, going to No, No, anyway. no.
3: Um, yes, I thought that they, I would have liked to have seen more of the girls and less of the boys. Is that
2: what you're asking? I do say, like, mm-hmm. I didn't really want to see yes. the boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah. I'm asking you to put your episode two hat on. Um, yeah.
3: Um, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. That's easy yeah. to say it, is yes.
2: Um, I, so I agree with, um, AJ totally on that kid Seth and I will withhold my thoughts and Jamie, if you, did you get a bad vibe from Seth in the beginning also? Seth the guy who's like, you know which one Seth is? Yeah, I know which one. You probably do. You watch all of it. Yeah. To me, he's way too camp counselor. He's very like, oh, Roth, you know, you just need to be yourself. And then he's like. Right, and then he's like, "Oh, Rob, you're the one who found the beer, not right? Yeah, he's way camp counselor, um, and he's all like with the affirmations and the. I mean, there's no one really like that among the girls. Um, I mean, the, there's Shelby, but Shelby was very kind of like pageant fake about it. Like Shelby was this like positive, like always kind of positive girl, but can be very right in place." Seth is creepy. Like, if Seth was a little bit older, I'd be like, oh, he's definitely like a molester who's grooming these kids, right? And he's so <laughs> uh, But he's very latched on to, to Raph, and he's very about building Raf's confidence and, and making him, like, it's creepy. It, 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 like, he, he, you think he's a mole? He's got, I think he's a mole except for last year, the girl storyline did such a good job of keeping you guessing on who the mole was. Yeah. And you never would have thought it was Nora, probably, until it was, like, Dot. Remember we all thought it was Dot for a while?
0: Yeah, but then I stopped thinking it was Dot because it was too obvious.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And so Seth seems really obvious. Could he just be a creepy weirdo who's not the mole? See, that's the thing. I
0: don't Um, think Seth Seth is obvious. I I just, there's just something about him. That just kind of, yeah, and and that's what it is. Yeah. It's that camp counselor vibe, like you you hit the nail yeah. on the head there with that camp counselor vibe. That's what it is. I just couldn't put it into words.
2: Mm-hmm. Very camp counselor. Um. Right now, and, and Jamie, maybe you can't say anything about this, but in these first two episodes, Ralph is sort of being like Ralph is sort of the ma- he's like the Leah character to me. Like he's sort of the main. Yeah boy that they're telling the storyline. Um, I mean, yeah. I get that they don't have time to investigate these eight boys the way they did with the girls. Still so much more of the girls' story to tell. But Raph seems to be the entry point and the main character of the boys. I, I just don't see how these eight boys all get developed the way the eight girls did. There's no way that they can all be like we can know them. There's also eight them.
3: episodes instead of ten episodes like last year. So. Uh,
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Prime spends so much money on shows, and they can't have two more episodes yep. of this. Um, I'm not I mean, agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm sure this entire season only costs as much as one episode of The Expanse. Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't shoot on location. They sh- Actually, I did think the CGI, the green screen, was not great. It proving episode two. I know that they shot this on a soundstage and not on a real beach, right? It and shot I thought, really, in
3: Australia on a beach. <laughs>
2: But was it season one was shot in the soundstage? Wasn't it mostly shot I, in the I don't soundstage? know, but I know
3: they I know they filmed in Australia on the beach. I mean, I'm not saying they did some film in the soundstage, but
2: as far I as I know, I for saw the most some, part, it was on the beach. I thought I saw some very bad backdrops dropped in behind the girls. Um, uh, at any rate, um, I I mean, I have, some, I have some issues with the way, I mean, the show is, I love the show. As I watched it, it felt a little bit like, okay, seriously, a girl gets her arm bitten off by a shark, and Gretchen doesn't call off the she doesn't call off the experiment. Like, I
3: mean, yeah, she obviously also, there would have been so much infection, she would have died. I mean,
2: she would have died. I have a problem. There's with no that way Doc cauterizing it with a campfire was going to save her, right? And it might have saved so, her life,
3: but she would have needed medical intervention.
2: Which I guess she got, but But at least it
3: doesn't. But at least it does explain the fact that we had said that in like the part on the in the bunker, that there had to have been some time passed. Well, she's obviously on the island for a while before they go. Well, as of episode
2: two, as of episode two, Dot says it's been a week since her arm was bitten, and Nora died, and she won't leave the beach. So it's already been a week. She'd probably be dead by now. I'm sorry if you guys were on a beach with me and your arm got bitten off. You'd be dead by now. so, it's been a week, and I, I did feel a little bit like, I mean, obviously, Gretchen is a kook, and this is not a legit experiment, and she has a, a she has a, an agenda or whatever, and she's a nut, but the fact that she's got these mm-hmm. people around her who go with it, how does she have so many people who are like, oh, a girl's arm got bitten off, let's not call her parents. Let's just, <laughs> like, make her live on a beach for a week, and her sister's dead. Oh, yeah, but whatever, the experiment is still important, right?
0: Not, not um, for nothing, Karen, it, to be fair. I mean, I, I agree that cauterizing the wound isn't going to completely save her. I, I agree that she probably should have gotten some medical attention to still be alive. Um, as far as Gretchen not calling it off, though, doesn't surprise me. Oh, well, another girl died. We still have the one, you know, we still have enough to do the experiment.
2: Yeah. That,
0: that's Rachel's, Gretchen's mindset.
2: She is, but you I, know, I Rachel, how does Gretchen have so many people around her who go along with it? Like, how about nerdy guy, that nerd,
0: she went to the, I can answer that. She went to the Negan school of, um, <laughs> intimidation.
2: <laughs> she probably did. Um, I, I'm actually, although, okay, so that's a quibble. I, I mean, that doesn't mean I don't, I, I'm still totally dying to see what happens with these girls. I, I kind of, I yeah. kind of, you know, I saw a headline. I, I, I did not read the review, but I saw a headline for a review when, when the show first dropped a week or two ago. Um, and the headline said, um, The Wilds, boys ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs>
1: That's actually funny. Which,
2: which was hilarious. And I kind of get like, okay, I don't think boys have ruined the show. I'm not trying to say that. But I do feel a little bit like the boys are taking away from time I'd rather spend with the yes. girls, at least right now in the first two episodes. I, I, I mean, agree. Jamie, you probably have to keep quiet on this, but Yeah. I, anyway.
0: I agree at this point. I,
3: I, I think that I agree for most of it, but it, it's still good. But yes. Oh, yeah. The girls I love it. I love
0: it. Sometimes than the boys. Yeah, the one thing about the I girls want to spend more t- is yeah. Leah. Leah drives me crazy, because we know Leah's right, but but her but nobody everything she does... I, Everything on the island she does, she makes it worse. Like, she, she is awful at trying to get to, you know, figure shit out without being a complete and utter lunatic. <laughs> like, it drives me crazy. But it's, it sucks because we know she's right.
2: She's a total jerk. She goes about things the wrong way. She treats everybody like shit. Like, yeah, there are a lot of problems with Leah. But she's right. I mean, I, I hear you, AJ, on that. Um, she's the worst. Um, I really, I mean, one thing that I really am dying to see is how Shelby becomes that person we see in the bunker, which was intriguing last year and is only becoming to me more intriguing as she becomes more, I'm not sure, Like, like, we saw Shelby's backstory. I'm not sure if Shelby is becoming, like, more empowered and more of who she is or if she's going crazy. Cause how she came to have like a buzz cut and this attitude and be this very
0: like, I have a theory.
2: Oh, I love theories.
0: And that, go ahead. And that's only be- and and I think it has something. It's gonna. I think it's gonna have something to do with Martha. I'm not sure what or how, but that whole dynamic has shifted so much. Like Martha and Tony have had their their moments where of uh, you know they've been friends forever, but. I think Martha, I think Martha's going to snap at some point about something, you know? And I, I, even though Martha seems happy for Tony and Shelby, I think there's a part of Martha that's jealous because she's no longer the center of Tony's world. You know, like Tony always went to Martha for everything. Tony was the screw-up, and Martha always, you know, dealt with it. And while, she, while we've seen on the island where she was like, enough, I think there's a part of her that kind of misses that. Like, I just – I feel like the 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 three of them, is going to come to a head at some point, and I think that's going to lead to whatever happens with Shelby and how she ends up shaving her head. Just a theory. Is she so, – so, I don't know.
2: That's a good theory. Um, Jamie, AJ, have we – like, Martha has not given – it. have we seen her give an interview? Is she – do no. we know she's alive?
0: I don't, I don't remember. Know I, she, I feel like we must have.
2: I feel you know, like we, we... They
3: haven't I showed her an interview. She has not She hasn't so did an interview. Was one of the things <laughs> before the, I mean, now I can tell anything. They want to know. But that was one of the things like weren't allowed to tell
2: because it was not
3: in the show from one way or year. another. From so, last year. From last yeah. season, so, yeah.
2: So before I watched the first two episodes, okay. I went back back and watched... Se- I watched from se- seven. I watched seven, eight, nine, ten um, of last season before I watched this. And she definitely not give an interview in the last four episodes. Martha does not. We we did see Tony. We see Tony. We see Leah. We see Shelby. I don't think we've seen Fasson give an interview. We haven't seen Martha give an interview. Um, We have seen Dot. So that's a good theory, AJ, especially given the fact that we don't know Martha's alive. I mean, we don't know she's dead, but we don't know she's alive, right? Right. Um, that's a really theory. You... It could be, I mean, there's tension between the three of them. And it's not, I don't feel that it's sexual tension. I feel it's like best friend kind of tension, right? Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not implying that. I'm implying that it's just going to, that, that dynamic they, has shifted.
2: Yeah, and they haven't really played up. Martha's own trauma. Them. I mean, they they have the way she's become like sort of a, I don't know. She's got like the most trauma maybe of any of these girls, um. That has yet to be. I mean, they're all suppressing trauma. I mean, it's another thing that we loved about the girl storyline last year, right? Was like so much of this show. I mean, even saw in the promo from last season was like the real, you know. Yeah, we were stuck on an island and we almost died. But what's really hard is being a teenage girl in America, or something like that. Was what the what yeah. the promo clip was for
0: last year. I will say. And I will say this. Sorry, for this. I thought you were done. Go ahead.
2: Well, I'm, I was going to say, look, I'm not saying that it's not hard to be a teenage boy or a teenage person of any kind in America, right, or in the world right now. But, but I'm not. In, they're not going to play that out for the boys this year I, we're just not going to see that from the boys there's just not time right um, we yeah. might see some well, of it
0: yeah I will say this um, I was curious by the end of the episode and I was feeling it beforehand like when, when Raph's dad was giving him that whole speech and everything and he oh, got was stunned and it, was, it was you know it was harsh but I'm, go- I'm sitting there going as, as, as harsh as that was I'm thinking to myself he's going to be right and I already got the feeling when um, Maricel's mom asked if, if Raf was coming to the event and Maricel like, Oh no, he has soccer pack and he has this and he has that. And I was like, it almost felt like she doesn't want him to go. And then, you know, we see the scene later when they go and get him out of uh, jail, you know, it. she doesn't have the bracelet on still, you know, they're like holding hands and then she like pulls with hand, you know, you can just, you, you, you can feel the tension there, so I feel like he's still telling everybody on the island that he has a girlfriend, but I, I don't think he has a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> I think he just wishes that he still had a girlfriend. I definitely feel like there was a breakup there, and I'm and I'm actually kind of curious to see where that's going. And I feel like that might be the the plan for each um episode. This at least, uh, how many boys are there? Six.
2: Eight. There were eight. There are eight of each.
0: Are there eight uh, boys? All right. So that might make sense. So yeah, we're going to get a flashback from every boy this season. I can see that already.
2: So, I mean, I felt that Jamie. If you can remember back to, to episode two, I felt the same way that Marisol is not as into Raf as he is into her, and and his yeah. father was his father was kind of cruel and harsh, but like. You definitely got in the next scene that she was like, kind of like, I guess she likes having the, him as her boyfriend as long as it's not too public or too out there or infringing on her time or whatever. She definitely, yeah, was – or she's getting ready to break really up with
3: him. Fair for his father to do that though, right? That was like, mean. it should be his choice. I think his father was definitely wrong. His father, and mother were definitely wrong.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, what were well, you guys watching? Past this, so we can talk about some of the other stuff. Because I'm just like, got to be careful,
2: you know. Yeah. So next week we're going to watch three more episodes, which will take us, you know, yep. to getting close to the end there. Episode, um, yeah, so next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I'm pretty. Uh, I mean, I still think it's really good. So I have a. I have a, a person, my friend Zach, who works with me. We, he watched it last season, and he last week he's like, "Have you watched the Wilds?" And I was like, oh, I haven't watched it yet. Um, and then today I said, I've watched two. And he's like, oh, no, I watched the whole thing in one weekend. Like, my friend has already watched the whole thing, and it's like another person is dying <laughs> for me to finish it so we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> yep.
0: So, all right. So all right. All keep moving here.
2: Yep. We have two more shows, and not we have all night. So, what do we have? Eight, uh, Jamie, do we have another sh- show that we watch with you or just the Star Trek. I don't think.
3: I think just the stuff you guys watched. All
2: um, right, we have two Star really Trek shows.
3: Is um, what is coming out that's sort of sci-fi? I guess is um, Time Traveler's Wife, that's coming out on HBO.
1: Because um,
3: I talked to Stephen Moffat and David Nutter today for that, so.
0: Did they, that will be uh, did they remake that.
3: Yeah, it's a series. It's pretty good. I mean, it's sad, but oh, they, I made, they made oh, they made it they made a this series. Script because yeah. it was a movie. Yeah, it was a and novel again. and then a movie, right? Yeah.
0: Right.
3: right. Yeah, yeah, it's still based on yeah. that, but uh, it's this HBO series
0: now. Oh, and speaking of stuff coming soon, um, I forgot what date it is now. And I don't is it June or July? Westworld.
3: Oh yeah, the season yep. four trailer June twenty six. I won't forget
2: that. That's on my birthday. Okay, there you <laughs> go. June twenty six. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday! That'll be your birthday present. Um. All right, Maybe. and. And I think, so Jamie, I think I mentioned last week that I finished watching From. Did I tell you I watched the rest of From? Yeah, I still
3: have to see that. I have not finished it yet. So don't tell me. I mean,
2: <laughs> well, it's definitely set up for a second season. I think the second season is, is only been
3: renewed. So. Yeah. Oh, that reminds yeah. me of another renewal. You know what else has been surprisingly renewed? It's the real estate. Oh, God. They decided to bring okay. it back. Really? Yeah, kind of surprise. That was kind of random today, but there was a press release about it. Yeah. So, so wow. that's
2: cool. Oh, I well, mean, I, I love to see Tim Rose on, on TV, but that yeah, I'm surprised that it. I, I, I guess. I'm,
3: but I, I'm more surprised just because they said no, and then all of a sudden it's like yes, yeah, after it was already canceled, I thought.
2: Yeah, well, you never know what goes on I, when, I was, when they to that a hole to fill. <laughs>
0: I was yeah. I was afraid Jamie was going to say the forty four hundred. <laughs> no, it hasn't been I don't
2: canceled yet? yet. I don't know if. It's
3: been no, it has anymore. not been
0: canceled yet. But I was reading to, I was reading an article today about canceled shows and everything and where they rank and everything. And apparently, the forty four hundred was ranked seventeenth out of nineteen shows on the CW.
2: Yeah, the CW has some new stuff coming. So and, and I was, and
0: all, I was all I could think was all I could think was. What on what was on the C W that was what two shows on the C W were worse than the forty four hundred? My God. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's really
2: bad. Yeah, right. Probably like don't they have some WWE once know. in a while or something still? That's probably or I can't I'm not, So I can't really say a lot.
3: Mm, but
2: anyway.
1: Yeah. So all
2: right,
3: all right. Well I guess that's it. Um we'll talk yep. more about the wilds next week.
2: Oh, yeah. So, until then, I guess,
3: and that's All that right.
2: it. All right. Have a good okay, week.
3: Well, have a good night.
0: Yep, have a good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Jamie.
2: All right. Good night, Jamie. Bye. Good night. Bye. For, when Jamie watches ahead, she can't talk so much. Like, we have to be like, Jamie I know. You can't talk because she watches ahead, right? So, when we catch up more, she can talk more, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, That's too bad. All right, so... You have to sit quietly. All right, so... what did you think of the Picard finale? uh,
2: So, I have... My issues with the Picard finale are the same issues we've been talking about the whole season, I think. Um, Mommy issues. And maybe some other issues. Yeah, the mommy issues, right? I... Look, I'm glad they put the mommy issues to bed, but we have talked at length week after week about how th- these issues are just not something that I, that, that I and maybe you, not maybe, you feel that that are really part of this character. Like, like it's an invented, okay, not an invented mommy issue. We knew that his mother had committed suicide, but this idea that, that the mother's suicide was preventing Picard from forming relations with people. It's just not as revisionist. Like it's not the character that we know. And I, I just, it just looking back on this season, it just doesn't sit well with me that that's what they made it about. Um, well, and that he would, and how they settled it all with Q at the end is a little problematic also but tell me you're well you said well
0: um yeah i mean i agree with you but i guess i mean you think about it seven or jeez how many seasons what was it how many how many seasons was TNG? 11 seasons i mean yeah he had yeah, I'm his not sure, but, he
1: okay. had
0: his he had his relationship with with crush with beverly but you, you think about it this he never had a steady, you know, any type of steady girlfriend. He's never had a wife. Um, he has no children. You know? I mean, so, a, I, mean, I guess a to a degree. On well, of- yeah. I, well, even Kirk had a wife once, and then Kirk was constantly getting laid, at least.
2: <laughs> I mean, but, but he did have one-offs. Picard did have one-offs with women here and there in the show and yeah. movies. And and he did have very close relationships with people. Like the idea that romantic yeah. yeah. like, yes. no, relationship not the only one that can define your life. And his his relationship with Data and with Will and Deanna and, yes. and Guyon, yes. no, I, I... these are deep.
0: No, I agree with that. And I don't think Yeah, I, I think with the way the the finale wrapped up, I feel like relationships in general weren't what they were getting at because Q, you know, Q talks about dying alone you know and i think that well, you know well q's a jerk what i mean <laughs> okay. well obviously we know this but you know you know and and i mean they did you know and i gotta say they got me again because they did exactly with q what they've always done with q was the bait and switch at the end where it turns out that q was actually trying to help card even though he was a complete jerk the whole time like he always is <laughs> in the end he was you know trying to help Picard. And I thought that was really great, you know, as, you know, Q's like, I can do one last thing. I can send you guys home, and I have a little surprise for you guys. And before he snaps his finger, you know, and he's talking about he's going to die alone, and and Picard is like, you're not going to die alone, and he hugged him. I was like, oh, (laughs) Picard hugs (laughs) Q. Yeah,
2: I mean – I hear you. I, I guess I just feel like the idea that he was trying to help Picard, like I'm not sure Picard needed help. The only thing he needed help with was that it was set up that he wasn't able to tell what's-her-name, his – basically was she yes. his housekeeper, his assistant, What her name is La uh, – it says an L. I forget her name. But, I mean, because he couldn't tell one woman how he felt, uh, and granted – Her husband was killed not that long ago, right? Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, because he couldn't tell this one woman how he felt, we get the storyline about his complete inability to, like, you know, form deep relationships because of his guilt over his mother. Um, And I actually read, you know, uh, in the Den of Geek review, they mentioned, like, uh, what about the dead brother? The dead brother is never mentioned, which perhaps is a more traumatic kind of, like, Mm -hmm. we saw – we saw him fight with his brother. Yeah. Um. And they, but they did kind of like come to terms, but you know that. But I, I, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't. I just didn't see it in the Picard of the last fifteen years that he had yeah, some it definitely, real. Um, he was he was not emotionally stunted to me because you know.
0: Yeah, it was definitely not as good as the first season. Um,
2: I, I also. I also um Q, if q's plan was to help Picard unleash his emotions, why was it necessary to involve like all this other plot line like what Well I mean, it's clear I that can answer Dr. That.
0: because what happened happened uh, my sex lo- no, my second lost reference tonight.
2: That's not an answer.
0: I mean, what what
2: what question are you answering? Like Doctor Soon and Corey, like why is that part of Q's plan? Like Q actively intervenes there to free Corey.
0: Yeah, I can't answer that one. Um, (laughs) What what I what I meant what what I I meant was because my theory came to be true, which was Borg Girardi. um, Oh yeah, you know. That's why, you know, and I started speculating this, you know, a while ago about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, that everything that was happening in 2024 with them had already happened. You know, that this is always the way it's happened.
2: Right. Because, you know, and then. Because what happened happened, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So then what do you think about. I mean, so I really liked the Jory thing. The Jory storyline actually was kind of crazy and it got, annoying. It got better. It got better, and in the end of it, you know, when when I mean, it, we kind of knew we knew from last episode how this was going to go because the board were going to be yeah. trying to be our friends or whatever. Um, I I did. I was a little weirded out by Jory's face on the board head. And it didn't look yeah. a little too it looked a little less practical effect and a little more CGI and her face on there was a little I don't know. But I, I guess I would I was hoping I would have been more comfortable with a board queen that looked a little more georety ish. Not that she'd not yeah. be a board queen, like like she has to be tied into the machinery or whatever, but I was like, oh, she 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 creeped me out, basically the way she looked. Um there's a sense in which that is not a bad ending for Agnes Girardi. Like
0: she Right.
2: Like she always was kind of not good with people and she was so brilliant and this is a way that she becomes like a better version of herself, maybe. Like I'm not unhappy with Agnes as a board queen.
0: It's not No, I think it worked that worked out good.
2: It's not sad, it's not a sad end for her in the way it would be for anybody else to be Borgified. Yeah,
0: because um, it's, it's it's you know I mean uh, Girardi essentially created a new type of Borg, you know so and it, it's not a I mean it's you know it's sad in the aspect that she's not her anymore but at the same time she's in a way better because you know I mean Girardi had her own issues. And and problems yeah, that she was she through. Is. And this is actually kind of, you know, it, this was kind of a good thing for her in a way, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she kind of, find, she kind of, she she was always really very lost. She kind of found her place in the world. Um,
2: yeah.
0: You know. So, yep. and, and yeah. um, we were right, well, you know, we were right about Rios. I, remember I said last week I was like I could totally see him staying behind, and he did.
2: Yep. I'm glad he did, but I'm um, a little. What do you think about him staying behind? Like, you know, they show a scene last episode, this episode, where they make a big point where Rafi is collecting all the old technology and or all the future technology. She's collecting all the yeah, destroyed this that, and, yeah. and it's And it's a very, like, Terminator, you know, you don't want to have the Terminator yeah. arm left in the past or whatever. But then they leave Rios. And I, so while I get it, and we talked about it, it's a little, like, I felt like, gee, that's really irresponsible. Like, so basically do you not care about the timeline at all anymore? Is it okay to leave a guy? Like this whole butterfly effect business, it's a tremendous risk to leave him home, right, to leave him there. And, and to allow it is, I don't know, this is kind of irresponsible. Like maybe what we should have seen was him have to say goodbye Or I don't know. Like really, they're gonna like let's collect the guns, but leave a guy here who uh, I'm sorry. No matter how hard Chris tries to not affect the timeline, he would certainly affect the timeline, right?
0: Oh, and and he absolutely did affect the timeline. But here's again, here's the thing: what happened happened. Yeah.
2: Except what happened, I'm
0: not sure. Everything they did to not affect the timeline, you know, it already happened. You know, it's, it's very, I mean, we saw it on lost, you know, where everything they tried to stop and prevent and do this, that and everything. And it all ended up being exactly the same anyway, because they, that's exactly what already happened, you know, Um, which is always problematic. And it's problematic. It is problematic at times with um, time travel shows. But to your point, they don't know that what happened happened when they agree to let him stay behind. I mean All
2: right. I was gonna say that His I knowledge say,
0: I, and I agree his, and his knowledge yeah. <laughs> his knowledge of the future, um, I'm sure shaped certain things, you know?
2: Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yes. It 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 just seemed to me that if you're, you know, if you're gonna spend all these episodes with your blah blah about the timeline and then just sort of throw it out the window at the end. But, you know, it was fine. Rios got this emotional ending. His character really had played himself out. Like really does yes. Chris Rios have a place in a season three, four or five?
0: Well, well, you know well, I mean he says he says it himself when he is like, you know, he's like I was living alone on a ship with five holograms of myself. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he had this sort of brief thing with Agnes last season, but if that's not going to yeah. be a thing and he's not going to be friends with Rafi and she's going to like, yeah, his, he, his character maybe had played out and it was, it was a good ending for him. Yeah. Just, I was just saying like timeline, maybe I've watched more time travel shows than they all have. Um, but it, it was an appropriate ending for his character to like lead the show. We actually, I mean, if you assume that Ag, I mean, here's the thing. Do you think Agnes has left the show, or do you think that next season would be very like, you know, the, the show ends I, with this new anomaly, like a glorified black hole kind of thing? You think she's done?
0: I, I don't force. I don't think. I don't foresee her in the in the season next year.
2: Um, I kind of don't either because she's not an interesting character. Like, if you can't be a human. Like how we right. already were kind of sick of the board queen. And we already didn't like the board queen. Yes, with. like right. You can't have her be a main character next season. It's
0: yeah, no, be, I don't. I don't think she's coming back either. Um. Was, oh, um. I appreciated um Q bringing Eleanor back to life as their you know special gift simply because all yeah. season you know. Ra- Raffi, the whole season, was like, oh, if we fix this, then Eleanor's alive, and I'm thinking, and the whole time, I'm, like, yelling at him, I'm like, no, because he got, he got flipped over to the other universe with you, he died before you came back in time, he wasn't left behind on the ship when Q first right. showed up, he was with you guys, so he is out of, you know, the main time frame, so he is like you guys, if one of you guys die, you don't come back later, you know? So I'm glad yeah. that they made they specifically did that where Q brought him back to life because and he has all those memories up to the moment he died too, which I like. Yeah. Um
2: I like that too. And he's like, you know, he, he basically was like, "The last thing I cause, remember."
0: Because if they had, um, if they had, if they had brought him back in the way that Rafi thought he was going to come back, that would have pissed me off because that would not have worked. That would have, yeah. that would have screwed up the rules. So yeah. I appreciate that they, a lot. You
2: know, oh. Well, they played up they what? played up the way well, they played up the way he was so important to Rafi and he was. Um but they sort of like left aside how important he is to, to Jean Luc. Jean Luc has known him since he was a small child. Oh like not yeah. small, but like eight years old or whatever, right? And they I mean that was a big part of when he was introduced but his relationship with Rafi sort of took center stage. But I mean Well, I mean
0: Rafi raised him. Jean-Luc hasn't seen him in years before last season.
2: Rafi didn't raise him. Those nuns raised him. Rafi Ralph was on the planet with you... him. The... Wait, I thought... No, Rafi met him when Jean-Luc brought him around. He was raised by those nuns to be like a warrior, right? He was going to be... He was the only man with all those nuns. So they raised him because when, when Jean, they were like, oh, we kind of thought you'd come back, and he's like, yeah. I... That's why he was so mad at Jean-Luc for not coming back. No, no, no. I uh, Rafi didn't raise him. Rafi, Rafi, I mean, she has raised him in his most recent years. Like, she became a mother figure to him. But I think, I believe he was raised by those in that colony where Jean-Luc left
0: him. Yeah, but I thought she was there, too. I could be wrong.
2: No, she was off getting drunk all over the universe. She was, like, on because her own son rejected her. Right, that's why she took to Elnora as a son because her own son hates her and won't talk to her because she was on drugs forever. Right? After the war or whatever. Rafi, remember she was like rejected by her own son who who like, you know, she yeah, him and he's like, yeah, I still, he's like I still hate you. Sorry. You no, know, I think that's why she took to Elnora so much. I I mean, she has become his mother figure. And sort of, like, you want to say she raised them, Yeah, she's taken him under her wing in recent, but but I, Jean, when Jean-Luc goes back down to that planet last season, and he's like, wow, this place is really, um, I can't believe things are so bad here. And they're like, what were you up? Um, you know, he was raised by those nuns. He was going to be part of their whatever they do, those nuns. get can't remember their name. And they're not really nuns, but, you know, they're like sort of nuns.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: Like they're a bunch of women cloister like together. They're
0: like warrior warrior nuns.
2: Yeah. At any rate, it was nice to have him back. He's a good character who who has you know, um, in the way that Chris's character sort of has a lot that they could do ahead of him. They also had to kill some characters because you know it has been announced that the entire like original cast is back for next season, right? The whole like yeah, um, I've heard that. The whole, except for Wesley. I don't know and how we I feel talk about, about it. the whole. We should talk about the Wesley Crusher well, we, business.
0: We, we we yeah, I was gonna say we got our Wesley moment because I was shocked by that. You know, like I think I thought it was great. Corey knocking out Soon's entire network. She deleted all his yes. data, and like, and all awesome. it's so funny because all I could think all I could think was you stopped him, but you didn't stop the family. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. It's, you know, when when Wesley showed up, I was like, "Oh my God, it's Wesley Crusher!" And Artie goes, "Who's that?" No <laughs> way, really. Shut well, he's, he's never seen. All the, I mean, yeah, yeah. Remember, he's yeah. Remember, he's fifteen. He hasn't seen. You know, he's seen the. He's watched the newer Star Treks with me, and he's watched the 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 JJ uh, J. Abrams Star Trek movies. But he doesn't. Other than what I tell him, he doesn't have a lot of knowledge of. TNG and Deep Space Nine and Voyager and the original series and everything.
2: And that's and that's way too much to sit him down through all that.
0: That's a that's a lot. I mean, every show except for except for except for the original show and Enterprise, every show went at least seven seasons. Yeah, that's <laughs> so a lot. That's a lot. He, he'll that's a he'll lot. go to
2: college before you finish that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So seeing Wesley Crusher, um, I. I mean that wasn't very well kept secret. I don't think anybody yes. knew that was coming, right? I didn't know. Um, I thought I thought Will Wheaton looked great. I, I mean, he. I mean, not that he didn't look good, but I thought they did. A. I mean, I thought he looked great. Everyone was looking kind of young. Although I have to say, when I watched um, Doctor Strange today, I thought, I thought. Um, Doctor, I'm like, he looks way younger than Jean-Luc Picard. But Jean-Luc is supposed to be like 105 years old or something, right? 100 yeah. years old, 99 years old or something. Um, yeah, I, was, I did not go to see Will Wheaton. I had forgotten that he was a traveler until, like, he said he was a traveler. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of how he leaves the show, right, when he joins the travelers. Yeah. Um, he, he joins that guy. Um, I had forgotten until I read online that there's a little continuity problem they kind of fix. Like, there's a. It's in Star Trek Generations that Wesley shows up at Will and Deanna's wedding and he's, he's in Starfleet. He's back in Starfleet, right? He's in a Starfleet. Unif- he has rejoined Starfleet. So they kind of fixed that a little bit. Right? Like, I'd forgotten that. In the yeah. shooting scene, he's at their weddings in a Starfleet uniform. But by being a supervisor, he can really – you know, you show up and do whatever. I thought it was a nice little – I mean, it was nice, although – Yeah, I thought
0: it was pretty
2: great. It was was great to see him. I was a little bit kind of like, what's the point of Corey's whole storyline that she, like, finally escapes from – you know, she wants to have a normal life, and she escapes from her father, and she becomes a traveler. Um, It wasn't really – look, I liked it, but it wasn't really (laughs) – they could have used an extra. Like this could use an extra hour or two to finish out this. Like it all. This also felt kind of rushed at the end to me. Um, I don't need them to explain why Will, why Wesley thinks Corey should be a traveler, but maybe I kind of do. Right? Like it would tie that up better. I don't really care because I'm not going to see a whole show about her. I hope in the future, but um, <laughs> like it wasn't really well. It was great. Yeah. It was a great cameo. It was not a great part of the story, maybe, right?
0: Um, Another little toss in there. What did you think about Soon pulling out that folder that said Khan on it?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, that was really interesting because um, Khan, I mean, Khan shows up later, like far later, but –
1: I mean, yeah. earlier
2: because the movie was earlier Ricardo Montalbán plays him but way later um, and it was interesting because they're putting Soong on this other path like Soon has been doing all this genetic whatever with his daughter trying to like fix her I mean trying to make I mean basically they're clones that he's trying to make viable right um, and Khan yeah. is a product of the the eugenics war, which is barely touched on in this, but the eugenics, you know, there's World War, they talk a little bit in it. Is it in this one or is it, is it, it's actually in the other show that we're going to talk about in Strange New Worlds where they talk about the eugenics war, right? There's the eugenics war and then there's World War Three. they talk about. Yeah. Um, and, and that Dr. Soon is going to go down the path of eugenics is maybe not that Surprising, given that he's already been experimenting with a uh, with, I mean, he's been trying to cure his daughter. It makes sense that he would go that way. I don't know. That was really interesting. That they, that's new, right? Like that's not part of canon. That that assume is part of that, maybe, but it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't know Star Trek well enough to know where Khan came from except that I know he. I remember, I remember how he was like woken up out of stasis, and you know, was yeah, it was never eugenics and whatever. Yeah, it
0: was. I don't, th- I don't think it was ever really delved, and you know, they never really got to an origin point. Um, so this is kind of their way of giving us that origin, ish.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it gives Brent Spiner another thing to play in the next movie or show or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> um, that was, uh, that was kind of cool. I mean that was inter- that, uh, so you asked me what I thought. I thought it was cool and interesting that they did that, and they're laying these little Easter eggs or future kind of yeah. for all of us.
0: So um, oh, and I love the um, I love the closing scene with uh, um, with Guinan. I what? thought that was great, and she and she says to you know she's like it was so hard sometimes not to say anything you know, and she's like she goes. And, I, you know, she's like, I've had this picture up the whole time wondering if you'd ever see it and ask. And then it's a picture of Rios and, uh, and Teresa.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Because, you know, I did yeah, wonder I about that. Funny. Like, like when I saw those earlier episodes where we saw young Guinan, I was kind of like, wait a minute. So Guinan's known him all this time, and she never, like, betrayed anything. Like, so yeah. well, I like, wonder first... if they closed that loop.
0: When she first meets him in, I don't remember the name of the episode, but when she first meets him on TNG, she, you know, he, he, you know, when Picard thinks he's rescuing all these people from this anomaly, um, and she come, you know, and she comes on board, she says, "Hello, Jean Luc Picard," and he's like, "How the hell do you know me?"
2: Oh, really? I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, so he he knew that she knew him, but he she never explained how.
2: <laughs> huh. So, that is so then it's kind of funny all, that you know, didn't react that way. And yeah,
0: the and then and then all these years and then all these years later, you know, the whole thing comes out.
2: That's yeah, I didn't remember that. That's kind of that's kind of great. Yeah, then it should go that way. Um, yeah, I liked having her. I mean I also didn't know that Whoopi I, I don't know if that spoiler was out there either that she'd do that cameo. But to me that was I mean, I wasn't expecting to see her, but it was really great to see her. Right, that, I love that. Helps wrap it up in a really cool way.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so all right. yeah,
2: so all we know about all I know about it next year is that the whole like the 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 main cast from Next Generation is back is booked for next season. That's been and no one knows yeah. if no I one know knows if I, Wesley Crusher's in. I don't know how like I feel like about Wesley that. <clears throat> well, I don't know how I feel they've, about all that. Of, they've all kind of been in it. Like Will and Deanna were in it, and versions of Brent Spiner have been in it, and guynan has been in it, and
0: like who's Wesley. But that's what I'm saying, like yes, here and there, it? like like for, for for like for an episode or something, you know. And so I don't know how I feel that they're gonna be like the whole time. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, like what is the storyline that we have to get the band back together? He has capable yeah. people. He's got Rafi. He's got Seven. He has like like yeah. why do you have to have these particular people? Back that's it. Together? That's all he
0: has. That's all he has left. <laughs> he's got Rafi, Seven, and Elnor. <laughs> that's it.
2: Yeah, and you've already done Q, so you're not going to have Q bring them back together. So what? Yeah, right. I mean, I hear you.
0: I don't know. I guess we'll see.
2: What's the reason? I mean, I'm sure
0: it'll be fine. Sure, it'll be fine, but worry about that next year. So, what did you what did you think of the first episode of Strange New Worlds?
2: So I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. I I felt like it was a good start. Um, I. I do, I mean, I liked Captain Pike a lot uh, when he appeared in Discovery. And I do like Anson Mount a lot. Like, I've liked him since he was in Hell on Wheels. um, And I liked him a lot in Discovery. So I was kind of primed to like this anyway. But I think they did a pretty good job of, of kicking it off. It does look like this will be a little more... Episode. so the original Star Trek, the original series was an episode of the week kind of a series, right? Where yes, every week they yeah, plan to meet new people or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like this show that's where this show is going as opposed to a season long. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that. Arc,
0: right? I kinda like the idea. I don't either. Kinda like going old school. Um
2: the show is getting a lot of hype and a lot of good reviews for doing that. Um, I, yeah, I liked it. I thought I, you know, I, there were a couple of moments where I was like, wait, what's going on here? But again, a pilot. Um, I liked how they're tying it so closely to, uh, and they're not, they're not ignoring the part where Captain Pike has seen his future, um, yeah. and knows how he's going to die. Uh, it's important to, I mean, it was important <laughs> to do that because First of all, because we saw in the original series, Captain Pike, you know, when when they're at the trial and he's like the talking head or whatever, right. we all seen that in the original series. We all saw it in, we all saw it in Discovery, and so it's really important to yep. acknowledge that. And I kind of like the way they did it, and they sort of, they sort of dealt with it and almost put it aside in this episode. Like I think they did a good job of having them yeah. come to terms with it. So it's dealt with, but I don't think it's going to dominate. Do you agree? What did you think? Yeah,
0: I like. I like the way they got him back on the ship because Una disappeared um, while going to that planet, so that was one way to get you know get him back in the fold. Um, and now he's all in. Of course, um, the thing that they're playing a little fast and loose with uh, two of the characters: um, Uhura's on the ship,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: so is um, Christine Chapel. Two characters from the original series, who, to my knowledge, did not know Christopher Pike prior to the Menagerie, which is the episode that Pike is in in the original series. Right. So that's kind of and and then at the end of the episode they introduce Sam Kirk, which I've never seen Sam Kirk in anything except for the alternate universe of J.J. Abrams. So, I think they're having a little fun here. Um here yes. is the most so important Sam thing Kirk, I have to ask though.
2: Sam Kirk was in the original series. I don't remember this but I read this. Um his name is George Samuel Kirk and he was in the original series and William Shatner played him. William Shatner wore a mustache to play him. He played his own older brother. I don't remember
0: them. that. I don't, I don't either, recall that. Like, okay. I've seen those I've seen those episodes, you know, yeah randomly. So, Over the years. here's my question for you, though. This might be the most important thing about the entire episode, okay? Yeah. Um, okay. First, when before before Una rejoins the Enterprise as number one, the um, th- uh, thing who is his number one when they get on the ship? Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting there watching it, and I'm like, wow, she sounds a lot like like I'm looking at her, going, I. I You know, I know I don't know this actress, but she sounds like Drummer. And Artie's sitting there. And and Artie goes, Artie's like looking at her. And I'm like, what are you looking at? And he goes, is that? And I'm like, who? And he goes, Drummer? And I was like, no, but I think it's not her. But it's funny you say that because I just felt like she sounded like her. Well, he sends me this link later on the next day saying we aren't the only ones apparently people all over the internet were like, did, did anybody else get a drummer vibe from, from Sing? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I thought her eye makeup is done very much like Kara. Uh, you know, she's got that all that black yeah. shit around her eyes. Um, and it's done in that sort of heavy upper lid and then drawn out, like, like kind of like a cat eye. Yeah. And I really felt like she like her makeup is very much like drummers and her attitude. Yeah. So her voice is good, but her oh, attitude is yeah, a little drummer-esque also, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was funny. And great because we love her so much. We, I mean, uh, a drummer alike is better than no drummer at all, right?
0: Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. <laughs>
2: Pretty good. I am, um, you know, I like I like the introduction of all the characters. I don't really, you know, I like the young Uhura. I like that she was introduced as like a prodigy in a fantastic, you know, Zeno language, whatever. I, while Uhura was such an important part of the original series, I'm not sure that she was ever presented as a as a prodigy and, a, you know, as exceptional I don't know that she ever kind of got the praise that this Uhura got in the first episode, which was so great to see. Um, I actually was impressed. As I watched this episode play out, almost the entire bridge crew is female, it looked like. Certainly all the major speaking characters are female. And there are a lot of women around, yeah. which I thought was yeah. Really num-
0: number Number one is, is uh Una. Who's Rebecca Romain, and then you have Uhura, right. and then Singh is the science officer now. So yeah,
2: right. And then there's another woman on the on the bridge. There's four of them, right? There's Singh. There's,
0: there's Singh, the Ohura, right? and
1: I think
3: there's. Four and then well, there's I also remember. and then
0: there's also. Um, Christine, who's who's down in uh, the oh, med yeah, in Nurse Chapel.
2: Yeah, and I do yep. kind of like the way they they sort of promoted her to a more – I mean, she was always Nurse Chapel, right? And she was a very yeah. – I mean, like this is a much more – granted, she's still like a nurse, which is funny, because she seems to be a very advanced genetic scientist, all knowing about D, DNA and everything. Um, but they've made her yeah. a, a much more – a much more knowledgeable ca- character. Speaking of scientists, did you catch in the beginning, in the very beginning, um, when they are all coming aboard uh, the Enterprise to begin the journey, uh, there's a scene where somebody says, um, Shuttlecraft Stamets is arriving now. And I was like, oh, Stamets, they named a ship after Stamets from Discovery, right? Like Stamets I is the guy that runs the yes. Yeah. drive. Yeah. Um, because this show acknowledges that that discovery is gone. All
0: right. So we're running out of time here. So okay. I mean, one All quick right. thing I wanted to say, I think it's it's so funny because this is supposed to, you know, in the universe take place. It's probably about seven to 10 years before Kirk. So it's kind of funny that, you know, the CGI that they use in the show to to make them look like different alien races. And you think back to the original series where they basically put a bunch of clay on their faces and painted it when they wanted to impersonate yeah. other alien <laughs> races. How silly yeah. it is when you think about it like that. I got a kick out of that. But anyway, so um, we'll be able to get more in depth next week because um, we won't have as much to talk about.
2: Yeah, we won't talk about uh, it next week.
0: So, yeah. Okay. So,
2: all right. Thanks and for we'll keeping have, track of we'll a blog next there. Week,
0: So, yeah. Yep. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh,
2: thanks, everyone. Thanks, we'll do it again next
0: week. Have a great week, Karen. Talk to you later. Good night.